Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Oh. To no banter. No banter for you. The Subtle bass. interference. I just love the bass. The bass. I'm your host, Alex. Oh. How you like that? Yeah. Huh? Sideswiping. Sideswipe. Sniping your spot. I disapprove. I'm the special guest, Erica. Oh. Oh, oh you've been relegated. Oh. Number three, you were too slow. I don't like how this is going. Well, I thought we were going to banter. We always, we've been started, like, you get the cold open. We banter a little at the beginning, but you came right in. Well, you, I mean, you you started, like, this is, bantering. This is our other host, Bob. You, you started bantering <laughs> while I was still checking the gain levels. Yeah, but so many times when we banter, you just randomly turn it on and we don't even realize. So that's what I assumed had happened. Anyways. So what we were talking about, we'll just restart. Perfect. Yes. For more podcast content. I know you were hoping this would be a four-hour <laughs> podcast to follow up with your four hours of sleep. Flawless. <laughs> you, you, uh, four hours of sleep sounds delightful. <laughs> I just had Erica watch the new Overwatch animated short, Kiriko. Kiriko? Kiriko, mm. I think it was. Yeah. Not Kimiko, I think it's Kiriko. Yeah, 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 Kiriko. Good. You, I was just think? saying that it, it is there. There's uh, somebody on the uh, uh, development team clearly is a fan of the first season of uh, Yeah, fighting Daredevil fighting on Netflix. We're fighting. We're fighting in a hallway. It wasn't a. It wasn't a no no cut or whatever. No. Well, know. I mean it's animated, right? right? So either Daredevil or they're a really big fan of Old Boy or the original, not the fucking remake or whatever the hell. But um, fights in hallways, they're great. They are. Love a fight in a nice hallway. Tight space. Oh yeah. Nowhere to run. Great. Just get beat up. Mm-hmm. I don't want to get kicked in the face, Alex. And it's like I've I've read apparently these animated shorts. Each one takes about six months of work, and I don't know how many people are working on these teams or whatever. I don't know, even know if it's an internal Blizzard team or if it's outsourced. But whatever's going on, just like start putting more people on it. And why don't we learn something from what everyone else is doing? And let's do a TV show or let's do a movie and let's make all the money. <laughs> How about we just make some money? Like, let me tell you how bad they are at making money over there. You know the little fox plushie she gives the girl? I mean, that should be a plushie I should be able to You buy. should be able to go buy that. And I guarantee you, if you sold that thing for $25, you'd sell at least half a million. I mean... You could sell it for 50 and you'd sell no half a problem. million. No problem. Now, I bet you I could go on Etsy and find something like that. Probably. But I just... That's well, this is this is the issue that I take with a lot of these big companies, and it's like I want to like I, I want to give you money for the thing that I like. Yeah, let me give you money. Give why is there no merch for this? Like official merch. Like I want to I want to throw money at this because I enjoy it and choose to make it my entire personality. Why can't Why won't you give me merch to buy? Yeah, no, and there's like I think there's like some Overwatch shirts. But they might even be like, you know, like another company does it for well, them. Well, the other thing about those, they're always bad. Like the, the official the, like shirts are yeah. always terrible. Like I have to go on Public or wherever the fuck and find like a good shirt. Well, it's almost like a WWE shirt, right? Where they always want to like put their logo on it. It's got to be real big. The shirt's always super corny and over the top. Yeah. So you don't want to wear it out in public. Right. Yeah. Unless you just truly have no shame. <laughs> you have no which self-respect. Which you're a wrestling fan, so you may not. I mean, I have definitely, there was a point in time where we were, though that punk hoodie is still the most comfortable hoodie in the history of hoodies. Yeah, thumb holes. Yeah, key. Thumb holes. It's it's 
coming apart. It's like it's getting threadbare because we've had I it for a thousand years. I still years. wear my Blackhawks hoodie for that reason. I don't want. I don't watch the Blackhawks. I don't want to support that team. But goddamn, the hoodie's just comfy. I have a really good Blackhawks hoodie that is like super warm and love. And I'm like, they're monsters, and I don't want to support this them anymore. This hoodie is pretty comfortable. That's nice for you. It's like t-shirt. Keep thickness. touching yourself weirdly. That's that's yeah, cool. Yeah, that was. That was <laughs> it doesn't come across on the podcast, but I really wanted the Hankinator to know that you were touching yourself weirdly. This is the this is the experience that you get with Team Puma Knife Indeed. and subtle interference. Indeed, this is the difference. This is why we're going to put on the Patreon. Hear us describing the weird shit Bob does during the podcast. <laughs> Don't think we've forgotten about that, folks. We will uh, fleece you for some money if you're willing to throw it at us. Um. Because people want to give money. If they like a thing, if I like thing, I want to throw thing money. Yeah. We should definitely start the Team Puma Knife OnlyFans. And we'll just let Bob populate it with whatever sick shit he wants to put on there. I mean, but that. I'll claim I came up with the idea and I just like 5%. There you go. I don't want to do any work. I don't want to ever look at it. Mm. I'll just take 5%. Just be running photos. Those really short shorts that you have. Oh, yeah. The short shorts. Yeah. There's an audience out there for that perverted shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, no the, doubt. It's not perverted; it's performance. <laughs> there, there's the tagline. <laughs> you need like a a, a a line of clothing with that. It's not perverted. It's, it's performance. That's pretty good. Yeah, on that's spot. good. That's I solid. Admit, that's pretty good. That's good. <laughs> this is what happens as he's slowly trying to. Tra- he's starting to transform into Ultra Bob. Ultra Bob. <laughs> ultra Ultra Instinct Bob. Oh my goodness! Um, Autonomous but, Ultra Instinct Bob. Don't snow. No. <laughs> no. Get that weak shit out of here. <laughs> Fuck that on autonomous bullshit. Um, no, I'm ba- I'm back on Overwatch again, as always on this podcast, and I have I have two thoughts. One, I thought about this the other day after they added this Kiriko character. All the characters on Overwatch, their abilities, their powers, whatever, their suits. They're all based on technology. Sure. Right? Like, it's obviously supposed to be highly advanced future technology. Sure. But technology nonetheless, except three characters. <laughs> and they're all Japanese, and they're all based on magic bullshit. <laughs> Kiriko, Hanzo, and Genji. It's that fun kind of racism. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. No, it really, it really no, is. No, I'm not joking. That's like a thousand percent serious. It really is like... Kiriko can call on the power of the fox spirit. Right. Because uh, all Japanese people ha- can do that, right? Yeah, Hanzo and Genji can summon the dragons. Yeah, that's just know? a thing. Like, that's a thing we can do. And it's just it's just funny. <laughs> I thought about that the other day. I was like, wow, this is interesting. Racism goes both um, ways. <laughs> yeah. Well, sometimes you get the positive stereotypes. Sure, and sometimes you get sure. the negative ones. And if I knew being born Japanese would allow me to get magic powers, I'd feel gypped. Yeah, I would feel a little gypped too. Yeah. Indeed. You'd be pissed. Right. If I could call in the fucking fox spirit to beat some ass, I'd be like, this is great. In a hallway. Yeah. In a hallway, in a Alex. Hallway. <laughs> they had to bully an old man and a deaf girl. All right. Woke nonsense. Woke nonsense in my Overwatch shorts. Don't be inclusive. She she had to kick every one of them in the face. And as any good baby face does, she did deliver on her promise. Exactly. Exactly. If you make a promise, Bob, if you learn anything from pro wrestling, if you're the good guy and you make a promise, mm-hmm. you need to deliver. It's true. See, we can go a couple different ways now with the wrestling bringing up. We could well, talk I'm not, about... Uh, oh, we're not, not done. done. We're not done. I got done. one more thing. I okay. thought about this, too. This is my other thing when it comes to making money 
and like being bad at it. Although I think in this sense, accidentally. So, you know, like they're like all these video games, they sell like $20 skins that like, I don't know, only lunatics buy. Sure. But it's different because when like all these other games came out, you had nothing like Valorant, Warzone, Apex, Fortnite, whatever. You're sure. starting from scratch, sure. right? But Overwatch, they brought over all the old skins. Mm-hmm. So you, if you're an old player like me, you already have 20 plus skins for every single character. So now not only do you have $20 skins that I view as hilariously overpriced, but on top of that, to even intrigue me, to even make me think about it, you would have to come out with something that blows me away because I already have a ton 20 of- skins right. for every character. Right. Right. It would you know have to be I mean? something like hyper-specific, like yeah. almost like a tie-in or something. Exactly. It would have to be very... It would have the to major. Be it would have to un- be the major. Yeah, if... If there was a skin for Soldier where he was the major and they were like, give me $20, I'd be like, yeah, right. okay. you, you got me, Overwatch. <laughs> All right. Because <laughs> there's always a dumb thing, right? Yeah. Where it's like, oh, I'm going to end up buying this, aren't I? I'm going to spend money on this that I, I could be saving, but I'm going to do it anyway. But it is kind of an interesting problem because, yeah, you have all these new players who are in theory coming in. But there's going to be a massive portion of your player base who already might have, like, their favorite skin for the character they love to play. And now you have to not only come out with a good skin, you have to come out with a skin they'd rather use to justify this $20 right out the fucking window. Now, pro wrestling. So we could either go talk about how, because you said you had some thoughts on The Rock's new movie. Which is a DC property. Well, that, that's thought number one. That's thought number one. <laughs> it's DC, so I have no faith. Right, exactly. And that, Or we can talk about the massive clusterfuck that is AEW wrestling at I, present. Well, we can talk about AEW for a second. Because um, it's, it's fairly well-trod so ground. Things. I think we might have talked about it on the last podcast that Andrade was starting shit on Twitter... And then went to work and with this other guy, Sammy Guevara. And he went to work and was essentially explicitly told, do not go start a fight. Even if you start a fight, we're not going to fire you. We're not going to like, there's no way. We're not letting anybody out of their contract, okay? Right. So we don't care what you do. Don't start a fight. There's no point. Right. So he goes and starts the fight anyway. Well, I mean. So, and and they were both actually told don't start a fight. So apparently what happened is Sammy Guevara, when the fight broke out, just didn't defend himself because he was like, well, I don't right. If, get, I, if I take a swing, I don't want to be get sent home too. right. Right. So apparently he just didn't defend himself. So he was allowed to continue. He worked on the show, whatever. And Andrade was sent home. And I think he got suspended for however long. But yeah, I wouldn't. I think I texted this to you. No one's getting out of their contract, okay? Well, as and that's the, as, as long as this is what you're... This is just the company line. We don't release people from contracts. You signed for however long you signed for. That's yeah. how long you're here. And we will pay you you're for that. You're going to get paid. And we're not releasing you on our volition, but we're not letting you out either. Right, exactly. Whereas at WWE, it's... There is no consistency. Yeah, unless you have a like real, like, legitimate issue. Like, I think... um. 
remember like Kylie Ray was around when they first started AEW, mm-hmm. and I think she has a lot of problems, like maybe alcohol problems. There was or something. there was an issue there, yeah. And I think she they did out. let her out because it was like, look, whatever's going on, yeah, you're, you know, you're not okay being on TV in this pressure situation. Okay, we'll let you. I go. think a health thing is one thing. If you're just yeah. being a dick, it's like, or you just, oh, well, I want to go back. Well, too fucking bad. You signed here. Sorry, yeah. man. And everyone always thinks the grass is going to be greener on the other side, but it's kind of like it goes both ways, right? Like just because AEW has a ton of people in their contract and maybe you're not getting used the way you would like to doesn't mean you're going to go to WWE and suddenly be the top guy. Right. Or exactly. Something. Exactly. Like maybe in some cases, like you Cody, could've... Cody went back and was already immediately up there pretty much. Sure. But we don't know if that would have lasted. You got hurt. You know, right. we'll have to wait and see. Right. Well, and that's definitely... It's also uh, a different guy now. Now it's Triple H making the call, That's the thing I was going to say. If it was Vince, uh, you're looking at it going, you're going to go back. He's going to give you kind of what you want for a month. And then you're just going to be a geek again. Yeah. And if you don't think that that was what was going to happen, then you're... you're I mean, what, you know, whatever. You got to do what you think is best Some for you Some people can overcome. Family. Sure, sure. And if they're giving you a shitload of money, maybe you're okay with sitting and catering. Well, I think that's a lot of it, right? Am I getting paid to just be here and yeah. really not do much? I can't ply my craft, which is kind of annoying, but I'm making a fuck ton of money. And, and that's the thing is, you know, I don't know what these guys' bank accounts look no, like. who knows? We don't and know. if you have $10 million in the bank or you have $20 million in the bank, like say you're Chris Jericho, who must just have a shitload of money. I, I mean, would imagine he's, unless he's he, fine. Unless he's a, just a total moron, he must have a shitload of money. So he could maybe do it for the love of the game, right? If he really wants to. At this point in his career, sure. Not that I don't think he is, but he could. Right. Um, whereas if you have, you know, $100,000 in the bank, maybe. Not that that's some chump change, but you can't just coast. You got to still no, keep gotta work. making money. Right. Yeah. So I understand. You know, it just it's everyone's individual situation, right? Mm-hmm. But that being said, I don't know. It's so weird right now because AEW is in this weird spot right now, where like they just feel like they're all over the place, and there's no clear direction. Which is a shame because I you've got. Uh, what is it, Mox v. MJF for the title coming up at, what is it, Full Gear? Yeah. Which should be solid. Like, you've got some good stuff happening, but you have all of this weirdness happening well, not on the show. it's just a weird show. distraction. Right. It's like this thing in the background that's kind of lingering, and there's no resolution, and, you know, you have so many things going on. Like, Tony Khan went and did some interview with uh, Ariel Hawani, and basically, 80% of the questions he was asked, he was like, well, I can't talk about that. And it's like, well, why did you do this? Then, then? why do we agree to the interview? And I agree. It's like, I get it. If you have legal things going on, you don't want to be commenting on them and open yourself up to problems. Well, and I guess you, what you can say, though, is that's an ongoing legal issue and I can't yeah. comment on it on advice of counsel. Not right. just I can't talk about that. But he's asking him stuff, you know, like, you know, what was your well how did you feel while you were up there you know and punk was cutting this whole promo and he's not answering that you know like you can't answer anything right right it's like well why'd we do this right what was the point of this you're just and, you're just pissing people off and uh, in doing this you know and, and i said it i said it a month ago on this podcast i think and i i sent you that thing that where them Meltzer was talking about it i don't know if you read through it there was long as shit but <laughs> 
Um, because he like you know on his podcast he likes to ramble, but um, rambling on a podcast. No, who does never? That's that's crazy. <laughs> but um, he was even talking about how it's so even for pro wrestling, it's unprofessional to take your world champion and just vanish him off TV and take your trios champions and vanish them off TV and not say anything, and not, give, not even give an in storyline explanation, right. like nothing. nothing. So if you, and that's what I said on this podcast before, if you watch that show, Oh shit, punk one, the bucks and uh, Omega one. And then the next day you're all excited. You don't follow the online stuff. You're all excited. You turn on dynamite on Wednesday and then none of them are there. There's no mention of it, really. There's no explanation. What the fuck? And shit's weird, though. And that's the other thing you do have to remember. Not everybody is terminally online like yeah. we are. Well, I should only speak to myself. I'm online a lot. I imagine you're online a fair amount. Yeah. You follow what's going on. Bob follows his own stuff. Terminally online people are kind of in the know. You don't ever know everything that's going on, but sure. you have a vague notion of what's happening. Um, Which is a annoying thing in and of itself because it's even shit that you don't want to know like uh, uh this dumb fucking uh rings of power show right i started watching that fine not much to talk about i'll talk about it more when i finish it it's uh uh already had the ending spoiled for me because if you go online after any sort of show sure it gets released at like 3 a.m right or whatever there are people who have already watched it have taken screen grabs of everything and spoiled the shit out of everything everywhere. Yeah. So it's like, okay, what what do you say to some? Oh, uh, I get spoiled. Well, then don't fucking go online. Well, that's not an option. So. Yeah. It also, or they'll post the thing and they'll be like, oh, spoilers. And it's like, well, you say spoilers and you posted the photo underneath that and yeah, not hidden. Yeah. So what am I supposed to do with this? I mean, I think that's why ultimately I just completely got off of the MTV Challenge subreddit. Because it's like I can't. This is so frustrating that you know there. There's you. If you don't watch it immediately, there's spoilers. You're gonna about. get spoiled the shit out of right. Yeah. And for certain things, I mean, if it's if I tend to be like, okay, it came out. You've got the weekend to watch. After that, that's that's kind of on you. I try to tag stuff, you know, when I post stuff, but fine but like i haven't even like i just woke up and i'm finding and it's being spoiled like come on was it what was it air force one with harrison ford where he's the president and like he gets on the plane real, real talk great fucking movie <laughs> he gets on the plane and like he had recorded a co- he had had a college football game recorded maybe i don't remember and, like, i just remember gary Oldman he, doing an amazing russian yes. accent and harrison ford punching him in the face yes and Get like off my plane i just remember i just remember that because it you know he, rec- he he had someone record this and you know at the time it would have been in a vcr and he's like telling people, no, don't tell me, don't tell me, don't There was tell a whole me. episode of Seinfeld about that where he yeah. recorded the Mets game and he's like, no, I haven't watched it yet. Don't tell me what happened. And then, you know, someone just is like, yeah, go some Fuck. things. University of Alabama, roll tide. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck the University of Alabama and fuck its fans. Roll tide. Roll tide. You waited 50 minutes to say that on the radio. Anyway. 
that was my my little rant there. But no, some people don't know what's going on because they're not. Yeah, there should just be an up the dirt sort of asses. in storyline explanation. And it doesn't have to be anything like elaborate. Just you know, just make something up. You could even say like take a part of the truth, which is to say, you know, the young bucks. Kenny Omega and CM Punk were involved in a backstage altercation. And in light of this unprofessional behavior, I have uh, stripped them all of their championships and suspended them until further notice. Just say something like that. Dunsky. Unless he's so worried about litigation that he doesn't want to say anything, but it's I like. No. And, 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 you know, these are not like just some people on the show, right? These are Main four trend, of your right. top guys. Yeah. So, I I don't know. It's just kind of like I haven't really been I haven't really been watching any wrestling lately, just kind of the stuff that you randomly send me. Um, probably would like to watch Full Gear at some point. Um, I think it's what November? Is that like around Thanksgiving? Yeah, I don't know. Or am I thinking Survivor Series? Survivor Series is always around Thanksgiving. Yeah, that sounds right. But who could possibly fucking care? <laughs> um, so yeah, we'll probably watch at some point and uh, and chat about it. But it's just a shame because it's it is kind of like you guys are fumbling the ball here and like what 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 are you doing? You never like to see like incompetence ruining something, and it really genuinely feels like incompetence. Well, and what's taking so long? I don't know. like. It's been how long? Well, a they month? fired a steel. Two months? So... So apparently there's some sort of movement now. And from what I've kind of seen, they're talking about buying Punk out of his, his contract. Because I do and, think and if he's should. that... he should. be gone. That was so over... That was so ridiculous. Well, and if he's that... And I like the guy. I do like the guy. But if he's that toxic to your locker room... Oh, yeah. You can't have that. You can't have it. Yeah. and And that's the thing... And this is where Punk is so short-sighted that he just can't contain himself. He Tony Khan was clearly in love with the guy. Like, all you had to do was shut the fuck up, do your job, show up to work, go wrestle, cut some promos. You're going to be pushed as the top guy. You're going to be able to be everything you wanted to be in WWE. Right. But you just can't shut up. He can't get out of his own way, the you poor know, guy. It's like we talk about, you know, like Gina Carano on The Mandalorian. You just couldn't shut the fuck just, up. You had like, di- you're Disney on the money. gravy train. Disney money. You no. you were going to get your own, probably your own fucking show. Yeah. But you could shut up. You couldn't keep your mouth shut. Well, Punk's one of those people who just doesn't, can't fundamentally understand that he's not actually the one in charge. You know, and you can be influential. Like, you can be important to the company, but you're not the one in charge. Unless you go out and you start your own thing. Right. You're right. not. Like, and, the, and that's the only way you can ever have it the exact way you want. Otherwise, you are working for someone else. Well, and even then, and though, also, unless you're Vince McMahon, the compromises are going to have to be made. Yeah. Well, And also, clearly, you've got the guy's ear. Just go whisper sweet nothings to Tony Khan in the background when no one's watching, and you'll probably get everything you want. Because he's a big right? fanboy of yours, yeah. right? So it's like you know, this public, is, you don't have the hard. This isn't even hard work. But man. in public, maybe don't embarrass the guy, and then go get involved in a fight with three other top guys. 
like how stupid it's so dumb the whole thing is very stupid i still maintain that those other three guys are edps in the company and no one should have had a conversation that evening everybody's hot give it a night Mm -hmm. sleep on it we'll have a conference call in the next couple days to discuss it clear the air you can't well, be running into the locker we, room and, we, and we, even if they didn't start the fight. Yeah. We don't, don't put yourself in that we situation. We don't know what happened for sure. But a lot of the, you know, quote unquote reporting seems to be that they knew maybe. And, and you're right. They probably shouldn't have even gone in the room. But that being said, they brought the head lawyer and the head of talent relations with them. So, like, to have, in theory, like, a professional meeting, Which right? I understand. And then you walk in the door and the guy sucker punches you. I get that, but that conversation shouldn't have happened that night. Yeah. And maybe you wanted to have it happen. Maybe Kenny wanted to pet the dog, but it's like, we just got to... Just tried to get the dog out just trying to get the dog. St. Kenny. And they steal bit him. That monster. <laughs> it's just, okay, we're pissed off, whatever. Like, give it a night. Give it a night to sleep on it. Yeah, it, maybe that's the way you would have handled it when you weren't in an executive role, but now you're in executive roles. You got to be a little yeah. smarter than yeah, this carny ass bullshit. A, you got to think about it a little bit more. You got to mm-hmm. stop and be like, take a breath. Okay. Cooler. And he could be a thousand percent in the wrong. You're an executive. You got to calm yeah. the fuck down and be the bigger person. I'm also. Yeah, I'm just wondering what's taking so long. Like, I have no idea. Are they not going to bring them back until they buy out Punk so it's all behind them or something? Maybe. Like, or, maybe they want to have that just now. Or maybe they said we're not coming back as long as he's there in yeah, any way, know. which would be a little like, okay, come on. But, you know. And I'm sure, I, I don't know that the Young Bucks would go to WWE, but that's got to be in the back of Kenny's head. Or not Kenny, uh, Tony's head. Well, and you know Triple H is sitting over there like. Oh yeah, I, I could definitely see if if Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks came available, even if just to pick them up to screw AEW, they would do that. Well, you should. Now Punk. No. Man, I don't know because him and it's like I know business is business, but man, Triple H and Punk do not seem to enjoy each other at no. all. No. Well, and and the other thing is, it's you can you can work with people you don't like, but. You do that because the negatives outweigh, or the positives outweigh the negatives. And, I mean, with Punk, it's you're buying a time bomb. Well, in multiple ways, because clearly he gets unhappy very fast. Yeah. But then also his body is a time bomb, because every time you put the title on him, he tears something. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's a problem, thing, right? too. And, and, and I think, you know, Triple H doesn't, you know there are there's talent out there that like you get like you said the young bucks or um kenny if they became available you'd want to scoop them up right away um but there's also not you you know there's not a lot of other options for wrestlers if you're a poison pill at AEW and WWE won't pick you up i mean there's not like other big promotions for you to go to. Yeah, Not at, here. That, at that point, you'd pretty much have to go to New Japan, and that's assuming they even want you. Right. Well, because yeah, and I mean, I I I don't know much about New Japan, but I do, you know, just from my under barely little understanding of Japanese culture, 
they wouldn't tolerate that bullshit. Oh, no. And New Japan is the total opposite of how AEW is handling this as well. It literally, like, if guys get a fucking cough and get pulled off the show, they tell you, you know, they treat it like it's a sport, even though it's obviously everyone knows. But that's the that's the thing. Is. They treat it with not a reverence. They treat but, the fans with respect, right? Which, which AEW was doing yes. for the longest time, and now they've stopped for some reason. They freaked out. They 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 got the yips now. They're all freaked. <laughs> Speaking of Watchmen right here, I'm seeing it on your shelf. Did you see um, Alan Moore has been out there talking about how he hates the TV show adaptation, even though he's never seen it? That's not surprising. <laughs> he just, he's just the, the poor guy. It's like, buddy. He's I a mean, big time curmudgeon. He is. And it's like, I understand that it's not your vision. And maybe, I, I don't know. I think he didn't want, I know he didn't want his name on the movie. I'm sure he didn't want his name on the on the TV show, so I don't know. And I believe he said, I don't want any money for it either, if memory serves. Don't quote me on that. Yeah, I don't remember. At least with the movie, I want to say that was the case. And it's your thing. If you want to go out and, and be a curmudgeon about it, you know what, buddy, go ahead. I wouldn't expect anything less of you. But I thought the show was fine. It wasn't offensive. It was an interesting... Did you watch it? Yeah. It was fine. Nothing really like blew my hair back. It was like, oh, okay, fine. I, I, I appreciated that they actually... I liked the show better than I liked the movie. The movie had like good parts to it, but as a whole kind of left me wanting. I seem to remember watching that movie in the theater and feeling like this motherfucker won't end. Like it's just endless. It's boring. That's how I remember. That's how I remember feeling about it. Um, well, and it, it was before that time where we finally were like, "Oh, we can do comic book weirdness. The weird shit that happens in comic books, we can just do." Also, because there's that. Have you've read Watchmen? Yes. Yeah. You've got that big squid thing at the end. Yeah, they didn't do that in the movie. They didn't do that in the movie, which was just kind of like, just just do that. Like it's a comic book movie. It's weird. Just do the weird thing. But they did do it in the show. They did, yeah. But it was also, however many years later, I think the Watchmen movie was in the aughts, wasn't it? 2005, maybe? Sounds about right. Somewhere in there. Mm -hmm. I feel like when that Watchmen movie came out as well, and it was a long movie, and I think that was also before we were used to every single movie being like We were just digest. That was kind of the start, uh, the genesis of that, where it's like everything has to be the longest thing you've ever sat through. Fucking horse armor. <laughs> I was going to say fucking Lord of the Rings, but... Well, they mean Lord of the Rings is horse armor. There is horse I assumed you were talking about Skyrim. No. <laughs> but no, that original Lord of the Rings trilogy is great. We just learned all the fucking wrong lessons from it. Shake my head. Uh, no, we, we, we actually learned the right lesson, which is um, we do what we want and people still give us money. That is the core lesson in all things. Indeed, indeed. If you're certain people, it's just I think that's the last time you gen. Uh, maybe not the last time that you saw something with that level of love and care behind it, because you definitely saw. I mean, we only watched that first Hobbit movie, but uh, it was yeah. like you could just tell, like, no one wants to be doing this. The love was not there anymore. I think the last, like, going back, like the last 
movies I can think of where, like, I really felt a sense of love for it from the filmmakers. <laughs> Definitely Pacific Rim, but even more than that, um, Fury Road. Mm, yeah. Um, and John Wick. I swear the original John Wick. Like four movies ever. I well, will say, what's been out that's been I, I will while. say, Alec, the movie consumption not Black Adam. is way down. Yeah. We do not watch a lot of movies anymore. Well, and the movies we have watched, like, in the last two years, have generally been, like... Well, yeah. I think Everywhere All at Once was amazing. That was a good movie. I walked out of yeah. that, and I was like, "Can I want? that's what I would like when I go to the movies. Yeah. You're so burned out on the everything you see as a superhero movie in some way, shape, or form that it's just like, okay, I just I need to like take a step back. Mm-hmm. Or everything is part of a franchise. Everything has a tie-in. Everything is there's no no original IP anymore, which is infuriating. Because it's like everything doesn't have to be of something. Speaking of movies and superheroes, Black Adam. Now I haven't. I'm not going to watch this. I mean, I'll if it pops up on HBO Max or something eventually. And there's a rainy Saturday. And I, I was have bored out of my mind. Zero desire to see this movie. Here's the thing, okay? For me, one as I've already said, no faith in any DC product to begin with. So anything DC, anything, especially their movies, I'm extremely reluctant. As you should be. <laughs> and then number two, and this is. The, Maybe the bigger one of the two is I'm just burned out on The Rock because I, you know, look, I'm a normal human being on the planet Earth. I love The Rock just like everybody does. He's got charisma pouring out of every fucking orifice, okay? That being said, he's always just playing The Rock. Yeah. He never plays a character. He's always The Rock in everything. And it just gets old. It I'm does. just burned out on it. Oh, a thousand percent. I completely agree. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's a, a... I mean, I'm vaguely aware of who Black Adam is because I am a bit of a, a, a comic dork. I don't really read them you anymore. But does the... Uh, you're banking on people knowing The Rock and that's why they're going to go see him in a superhero movie. Right. What's been funny is he's been like trying to be like... Yeah, you know, at some point down the line, I'd really like to see us build up to a fight between Black Adam and Superman and, like, bring Cavill back. It's, it's like, one, he's not coming near the shit again. I think he's done. You guys drove um, him away. I we'll don't see. think that's true. We'll see. You never close the door completely. I feel like he still wants to do it. I think Well, if Cavill, you pull the dump truck full of money up to the house, sure. I think sure. Cavill, in his heart, has his heart to know hearts. he's good at the role. He's just been given nothing to work with. This and is that has to be very frustrating as an actor. I would imagine so. But yeah, so though I don't know that the movie is performing all that well, because again, who could possibly fucking care? I just, I'm already, like in my mind, you're talking about like, oh, The Rock is Black Adam versus like anybody. I'm already thinking about the stuff we already know, which is that, oh, if you have a fight with the rock on scene, you can't land more blows than he does, which is infuriating. He can never fall over. He can't lose the battle. It's like, I don't want to watch that. It's just boring. Well, not only is it boring, but it's just kind of like, and not everybody knows about that stuff because again, terminally online, but you're, you're an actor. Come on. 
really? You're gonna fly in with all of this shit? It's like but even Goku gets beat up. Well, and that's and that's right. And what do people like? Goku gets his ass beat to come back and be triumphant, right? Yeah, to magically just come up with more power. Yeah. Hey, look at fine. <laughs> <laughs> But that's what Goku. Want. <laughs> they want him to overcome the odds. Yeah. <laughs> what are some odds? Be a shame if someone were to overcome. Them. Overcome. Where's <laughs> John Cena when you need him? I I don't know. It it it's just it's very it's very it, the Rock is a weird actor in general because he's. He's I don't, not really an actor. Exactly. He's like a personality or a brand. He got he got into acting because someone said, hey, you've got the charisma to do this and you can make a fuck ton of money doing it. You can cross over. And you can do it. And, you know, but he he's not, you know, he wasn't a theater nerd, you know. He doesn't, I, 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 I bet he enjoys acting, but I doubt he has a lot of passion for it. I just think... My, I think our feeling maybe or mine, I don't know, is a, a minority because I think really when it comes to the top, top, top actors or actresses, I think people generally do just want to see that person. And that's why they kind of always end up being the same character pretty much. Like if you think about Brad Pitt. He's kind of always Brad Pitt. Like maybe mm-hmm. he puts on some accent or something. I think every he, now and again, you get he shows up and he tries. But I'm just talking. But that's not him. That's only him. I mean, like George Clooney is kind of always. Well, you coast on the name, Clooney. right? Sure. You know, Jennifer Aniston is really always just playing Rachel from Friends. You know, like they kind of always. That's because that's what people want to see. I think. Well, and it's it's lowest common denominator, right? And well, if that's what makes the money. And you get typecast. Yeah. Sure. You know, if you see if you see someone do one thing really well, it's like, well, I want. Um, you know, when you think about um, why is it that every time you fantasy cast something and you need a badass woman, like the one of the first two women that comes Charlie's to mind there. is Charlie, right? Because they get typecast and. That's what you want to see more of. Well, and we really don't have, and correct me if I'm wrong here, who, I think we've had this discussion before too, but who are your other action movie women? Who else you got? I mean, it's it's basically Charlize. Emily Blunt. Emily Blunt, Scarlett Johansson, just because of all the Black Widow stuff. Um, I feel like Angelina Jolie back when she was doing more stuff. Sure. Beyond that, not much. I mean, realistically, you know, as we said before, it was like between The Mandalorian and everything else, Gina Carano was being set up to be in a lot of roles and make a lot of money as the tough bitch. And you could have just kept your mouth shut about your right wing nonsense. All she had to do was shut up. It's crazy. It's like, just get off Twitter. I don't think she has enough money to be that crazy. No. Like, (laughs) like if you got 50 million sitting in the bank, you could say whatever you want. Right. Even then you gotta be a little careful. You're used to a certain lifestyle. You could blow through 50 million pretty quickly. I guess. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. But, but yeah, I mean, she was kind of being set up right to where, you know, any 
you want someone who's just gonna look she intimidating. She was gonna have a show. You were de- they were definitely gonna have a show or be in one of those spinoff shows. Yeah. That's all that Star yeah, Wars they were, is. Anymore. They were talking about like what that Rangers of the Republic show or something. That I think she was gonna be the star of that show and. Uh, Rangers of never, the Republic. Something like that. And then you've never heard anything else about that ever okay. since. Well, maybe they were like, oh, well, it's going to be a vehicle for her and she's a maniac. Yeah. So we got to get rid of her. I mean, I not did, even she's a maniac. This is hurting our bottom line. So you got to go. I, you know, I think it's, I, it does have to be frustrating from like an actor's perspective or, you know, any celebrity perspective. Um, because when, you know, you really, you can't, like, it's very risky for you to be public about your political views, regardless well, of how they align. It really, well, and here's the thing that you get, like, I, I think that we as a society, not necessarily you guys, I think you know this, the, the persona that is being presented to the public mm-hmm. by a Hankinator, for example, correct us if we're wrong, Hank, just let us know. Is all a very carefully curated PR thing. You don't know these real people. No. At all. So even if they do say, ooh, I support X, Y, and Z, you don't know how they're voting. They got money. Well, and, and to that point, and you know, it seems like an honest representation of the guy, but who knows? Henry Cavill, when he wanted to do the Witcher stuff and they really started promoting that, all of a sudden he's into everything geekdom, right? He loves World of Warcraft. He's played The Witcher through. Mm-hmm. He loves Warhammer loves his War or whatever. Hammer. You right. know, like... And I know that's, like, probably real, but still, that's who they want to present him as. Yeah. Oh, the geeky, giant, muscled-up freak who really wants to be The Witcher and please love so the show. What, what he if, likes thing you like, so he's yeah. going to do justice to the material. What if Hankinator comes on the podcast... And we really elicit the truth out of him that he just does the Warhammer and Witcher shit because of, you know, he has a crippling running addiction and he needs to sign up for races all the time. And Look, that's how he pays for it. I'm we'll pick be, you up from O'Hare, Hank Nader, if you yeah, want to come I'm, out and be I'm, on the podcast. I'm going to be, I'm gonna be <laughs> We'll, we'll give you that, that red carpet. Uh, we'll, we'll do an airport pickup for you. Yeah. Do you know what that means to have to drive to O'Hare? <laughs> I'm I'm gonna be frank with you, Bob. If Henry Cavill was literally your clone in all ways, personality wise, but he was Henry Cavill, I would worship the ground he walks on while I continue to relentlessly <laughs> insult you. <laughs> Look at that man's body. He's a Greek god. I don't care what he's doing to achieve that. That's a movie. Let right me there, in right? on it. He comes in and he's he's Bob, and it's just kind of like, oh my god. <laughs> and they turn, they they become like best friends. We we sit here, you super guys, best friends. You guys think you're gonna spend three hours talking about The Witcher, and then we just spend five hours talking about running. Like you're and running races. shoes. I think I would slip my wrist. I just look at Erica and I'm like, I'll see you later. Yeah, we're going to go. It's been real. This has been disappointing. Worldviews are destroyed. Um, but no, and that's that's kind of like when you're talking about worldviews, that's the same thing with this new Black Panther movie where I can't remember her name, but she was like uh, the sister in Black Panther. Very anti-vax. Yeah. She's got the anti-vaccination and all the other dumbass views. 
And it's just so off-putting. Now I don't. I'm like I'll probably never watch that movie because I don't want to see her in the lead role. I'm also just kind of like I didn't really, I didn't really care. I think that's the bigger problem. And I did watch. I watched the teaser, and it made me cry because it is really sad that Chadwick Boseman died so fucking young of cancer. Yeah. But it's like that's the emotional manipulation that you guys are doing because apparently right. he's I think he's dead in the movie too right, right. Yeah. at least that's the way they're presenting I haven't watched the new trailer because again I don't really care um I, and I mean I still haven't watched uh uh what was it not Mountains of Madness Doctor Strange oh Multiverse of Madness yeah. there it is yeah. I haven't watched the new Thor no I I don't I'm kind of done for a I while. just don't have any interest in it and and then so you take you take a, a population that is just generally, you know, starting to wane on this genre, and then you introduce someone who has very polarizing political views as your lead, and you know the argument is, oh well, you know, you really shouldn't care about what people's personal political views are. As long as you enjoy the product, and but th- that's the problem, I I don't care for your product in the first place. Well, your product isn't good enough for me to be like, eh. Well, I'll I'll ignore that. It's okay. Right. I mean, it's like you know, it's like, and I, to a degree, like I get that mindset of like try to dissociate the artist from the art, um, but. You know, there's things that I have, uh, and to a large extent, I can. You know, I'm I've always been against the death penalty, but I, you know, it's not like I don't watch movies for people who support capital punishment. Um, there are things that I can kind of like be like, okay, we disagree on this, but this seems these seem like reasonable disagreements. Um, and that these are disagreements where like you're not using your platform to like like endanger society and when it comes to the anti-vax folks it's like no your messaging is killing people Uh, that's how i feel about jk rowling we were talking about this i moved the harry potter books off my bookshelf because i'm just like i just don't want to look at this shit anymore because she's i find her to be a fucking monster because her rhetoric and her platform is actively hurting people. Well, and... Uh, and people with... I don't mean to cut you off. With Harry Potter, it's so ingrained in the society at this point that people are like, oh, well, you know, I like Harry Potter, but fuck her. And it's like, if you're buying that stuff... You're supporting her. You're that directly is money putting money into directly her pocket. Directly in her pocket. Like, right. And she's bragged about that. She's like, oh, yeah, I'm crying all the way to like my, my bank account. Like, yeah. I forget what the tweet was a few weeks well, ago. And, th- and that's the thing is she's one of those people. This is the perfect example she's one of those people that's so filthy rich that she can say whatever she wants and Mm -hmm. there's no canceling there's no consequences you have nothing you can hold over Not consequences for her there's consequences no consequences for her nothing's gonna change for her there's consequences for the groups she's coming after and i mean you can argue with the platform that she's had she's been a major player in turning people against trans folks and and it's and it, it always just comes back to what I endlessly rant on, which is there's only one thing that moves the needle, 
Money. Money. Yep. And so if you, you know, if I see somebody who is spewing stuff out there that I find to be dangerous to society, not a differing, not just a different opinion or a different approach. Like you, you know, there's, uh, there's a chunk of the Republican platform. Um, I would say the conservative platform, the Republican platform itself is just pure evil. But if you look at, you know, conservative approaches to things that are like, I don't agree with that, but I can see how that's a valid approach. You know, that's a valid sure. approach. And if we wanted to go, it's, sure, you know, sure, fine. But you know, if you you're you're talking about you know straight up hate speech, and you know that's not that's not stuff I'm gonna overlook. And if I put money in your pocket, I'm supporting. I'm supporting it. And so I, I, I think there's I, like there's people who are just very much I don't care what they say. I just enjoy their music, for example. And it's like, well, most of the time I can probably let that go, but there's some stuff that it's like I can't. And it's a personal thing, right? Yeah. That's a personal kind of journey that you have to go on for yourself. There's certainly some stuff where I'm just kind of like, because I am of the mind that if you looked into every single thing that has ever been created, there is something in that pipeline that got thing created that would disgust you and make you not want to interact with thing. Mm -hmm. So you need to kind of decide what your lines are, right? Right. I am not going to support J.K. Rowling in any way, shape, or form anymore. I think she's a monster. So you get none of my money. Fuck off. Um, I don't know that I have many other people like that, but that's just one off the top of my head. For me, it's Tom Cruise. Yes, I know. Which is a shame because... Uh, you, just, uh, you just don't like him because he's a midget. What's What's the movie? True. With Emily Blunt. What's the movie? Live, Die, Repeat. Oh, that's uh, Edge of Tomorrow. Edge of Tomorrow. It's an excellent film. Yeah, it's very good. But Bob sticks to his convictions, and I respect that. Fuck Tom Cruise. Yeah, valid. And I, and, and Completely kinda, valid. The, the explanation you gave, Bob, kind of summarizes why I don't watch the Blackhawks anymore, because I have certain levels of tolerances, but when you start spitting on my face, it's just too much. And... Mm-hmm. When, you know, when the whole thing came out about them covering up the sexual assault and it was like, okay, fuck that. I'm not going to watch. And then they started to actually, they like hired an outside law firm to come in and investigate. (laughs) They did their investigation. They fired everyone who really did need to be fired. So it's like, okay, in my mind, even though I believe the owner had to know. I could come up with the justification that maybe somehow they hid this from the owner, right? Sure. And now that he knows, he's reacting appropriately. And then they did that But interview. then he does that thing in public <laughs> right. where he's yelling at the reporters and being a buffoon. So it's like, well, clearly you know. Right. And you're just a prick right. and you're an asshole and you're just mad that this is messed with your bottom line. Well, it was like when they were trying to say that uh, Joe Paterno didn't know about Sandusky. It was like, no, no, he was directly told multiple times about this monster yeah. and did nothing. So if you want to continue to worship the, the football man, that's fine. And you make peace with your God. 
I'm glad he's fucking dead. Well, and look, that's why like Herschel Walker is in such a tight race in Georgia because he's football man. Oh, is he you football know? man? Football I didn't realize man. he was a football man. Oh yeah, he was like the star running back at the University of Georgia. Oh, I didn't realize. Yeah, but that, no. some things are slotting together now. Oh yeah, that's why. Like, <laughs> that's why he can say and do whatever he wants, and it really doesn't matter. Oh, the little toy sheriff's badge, <laughs> buddy. <laughs> football. I, I do football good. <laughs> here's, here's the thing. That's so real. Because here's the thing. When you listen to him talk, he's clearly brain damaged. He's, he's suffering like, from some CTE. This is yeah. not a guy who's just a lunatic. Like, this is the state of our country. Yes. Where they, shit hangs in the balance. He could balance because yes. footballman is going to get in there. And fuck shit up. He could very likely be a United States States senator <laughs> this time next year, and his brain his basically brain does Swiss not genes. work. Yeah. Like, he's one of those guys, if he fell over tomorrow, they'd crack open his head, look at his brain, and they'd, like, say, they'd say, cats. well, he has the brain of a 110-year-old right. man. It's like, oh, you don't well, say. So that, oh, we, we all know. We could tell. They're yelling, hey, sir, Julie, no, you... sir, you're not supposed to bring props to the debate. <laughs> but, but literally because, oh, you know, and fuck. it goes either way, right? But in this case, just because, oh, well, he's a Republican and I'm a Republican. So therefore I must vote for him, even though clearly his brain is made of jelly. Mm-hmm. USA. <laughs> USA. But then people on the other side of the coin do the same thing, though. Oh, yeah. You know, and it oh, just I just said it works. Those are both. Oh, there's oh, a I'm reason sorry. why uh, uh, Feinstein and Pelosi are still in uh, Feinstein. They're like, oh, no, she's clearly cognitively declining. Then, okay, if we're aware of that, we need to do something about that then. Don't you think? Maybe. Maybe, maybe you could breed some young leadership no, I can't have that. in the party. No, because then any young leadership, you just have to com- constantly undermine them and cut them off at the knees and be like, they don't do things the way we want them to do them. So fuck them. Yeah. Even though they know how to win elections. Can't have it, Bob. I, can't have it! On a completely different subject. Outstanding. Mm-hmm. I saw a video on Reddit the other day of a huntsman spider. Huntsman spider. Huntsman spider. Apparently native to Australia. Okay. And let me tell you something. Those giant fuckers. You could never get me in Australia. <laughs> this thing was like the fucking size of a goddamn softball. Yeah, nope. And no, it was it was wrapped around its like thousand babies protecting them. But yeah, nope. Nope. And just the thought I'm skeeved. That there's another I've thousand been of these things that are gonna be out there, along with this one that was literally huge <laughs> i wouldn't even know what to kill this fucker with you would need one of elon musk's flamethrowers <laughs> i would have, i would burn the house down you'd need seriously. a silver sword because it's and a monster and apparently like when you read about it they'd never attack humans unless they're, oh oh that does not matter yeah, yeah, i do yeah. not care no, that I fucker's agree. gotta die uh, uh, exactly spider gate <laughs> exactly oh bob you'd kill this motherfucker if you saw him trust me but yeah, apparently they don't ever attack humans unless it's it provoked. Like you have to be like going near their <laughs> babies or it. something right, right. or attacking them. Right. But look, nope. if I saw one of these in my house, I 
promise you. Oh no, we're burning the house down. I would down, burn that motherfucker down. And we're salting the earth so nothing can grow there. Yeah, yeah. No. That should be like an insurance thing. Like, oh, you got one of these spiders in your house? It's totally fine. <laughs> you can burn it down. It's okay. Yeah, believe me. There could be the hottest woman on the planet. It's like, I'll be with you. Just move to Australia. I'd be nope. like, no. no. You got those spiders down there, man. No way. Pass. I've seen the pictures of the fields oh, of dude, spiders. Now I've got, I've got the creepies. <laughs> I've got, I'm, I'm skeeved. You've made me skeeved. You're welcome. What happened the other day? It was before you left for your thing. I'm sitting there. I'm watching <laughs> TV. And he's looking at me and he's talking to me. And then he starts doing this. He starts looking and I'm like, what the fuck are you looking at? And he's like, nothing. I'm like, there's a fucking centipede on the wall. Isn't there, motherfucker? He's like, damn it. I'm like, you got to find that thing. You got to fucking kill it. He's like, I think it's gone. It went under the couch. So like the next two nights, I'm sitting there like in the bedroom. Like I'm just, he's like, oh, it probably went in the vent. I'm like, that's not good. <laughs> that, it could be anywhere. It could be anywhere in the house It could now. be on your chair right yeah, now. No good. I was writing on the couch, and he was like, I think he went under the couch. I'm like, oh, well, got to burn this down now. I'll be in the bedroom with the door closed. Thank you. We just paid off the couch. It's going to go into the incinerator. Hey, that's nice. I haven't seen it. I'm keeping an eye out for that fucker because it's got to die. No, yeah. When I saw that spider, I think I told you about this. There was like a spider that was this just a little bit bigger than like a half dollar in my basement, and I didn't have anything to kill it, so I literally walked three feet away to grab something to kill it walked back and it poof was gone oh that's the worst and isn't i it? moved a couple things and found it and killed that there fucker. you go but if i didn't find that it's like all right i, guess I would bed. have been so unhappy <laughs> i guess i'm going to bed see this it's is like four in the this afternoon. is so fascinating to me because if i lose it i'm like eh. oh well i just move on but i'm also the guy who like when I was living in the apartment with iguanas and I was drunk, hung over on my bed and it, the iguana like was coming down the hallway. Let these fucking iguanas like wander this goddamn apartment. I went there once and I was like, you, I'm never coming back here again. And I could hear it coming down the hallway and I was like, I should get up and close the door so he doesn't come in here. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to do that. And then I'm, and then I hear him get in the room. I'm like, well, as long as he doesn't get up on the bed, and then he gets up on the bed, and then he like I would have yeeted that thing into the wall so I, fucking fast. I I'm I'm just like under my covers, and I'm like maybe he'll stay off me, and then he immediately just like lays on top warm, of me, right? And I'm like, oh. no, yeah, <laughs> okay. gone. I don't know what happened. <laughs> Fucker died. Lazy, laziness. Thing. Over overcomes that all. That wasn't laziness. That was I was you were hungover. <laughs> yeah, I went there once. I saw the iguanas, and I was like, "Hey, guess how, what? How big were they? They were big. They're big fuckers." No, uh, yeah. I no, no, and they're free range. Absolutely not. There was usually one in the crate. Thing. How many did he have? Three. Yeah, fuck that noise. Your oh, ass can were... drive down to Lincoln Park and come to my place. Oh, there were only two of them. Where three. I live alone. Without roommates. That's like when you read these stories about people who their Xboxes or Playstations are infested with roaches. And it's like, how do you let this happen? Well, because the place they were living was infested with roaches. But 
the roach, it's not like a roach goes in. It's just like, oh, I guess I'm just going to hang out in here. No, the whole house is infested. Yeah, I know. How do you live in that? Ugh, I, I don't mean, I know. I know you have no choice, but I feel like I'd sooner kill myself. Like filth. I can't do, like mess. A mess is fine. Dirty? Like food being left out and shit? No, absolutely not. Yeah. Anything that's going to draw in like animals or insects. I don't want vermins. I don't want like things. Yeah, it skeeves me. No es bueno. Es mal. Do we no, want to talk about more stupid people? We can talk about more stupid people. Which stupid people specifically? So AO3 just had its... Uh, not annual. I said annual earlier. But it's like they do a fundraising drive. It's maybe twice a year, I think it is. Mm-hmm. And every time they do it, there's this conversation about AO3 is making money off of our fix. Why can't we make money off of our fix? And what people... Because again, people are stupid. And one, they're like, they're making millions of dollars. And it's like, okay, one, AO3 has no ad revenue. They only do these these fundraisers. They make maybe 200 grand. That's for the servers. And for if there's like a lawsuit, they kind of have to fend off. Like, they're not make. this is all volunteer. Right. Nobody's making any money off of AO3. And if you're, you, the fic writer who is complaining about this, was smart, there are ways... You could set up a coffee and be like, oh, hey, you know, I write whatever. Just don't put it on AO3. Just set well, that up. Let your followers know it's out there if you want to throw me, you know. Also, it's it's donations. Who's mad about this? Just don't donate. Well, but people get mad because, ooh, they got thing and I can't get thing. So I have to get mad about it then and make a big deal out of it. Because folks don't, and we'll go into a little bit of fandom history to the boredom of, uh, of Alex and Bob here because we talked about this a little bit earlier. There used to be... Uh, you you should have your turn. I'm used to him talking about things that bore me. Oh, I won't talk about this for long. But there was a time... Nothing bad. He's right. not paying attention. Because okay. he's on his fucking phone. Uh, uh, Fair. People would get sued for writing fic. Right. Uh, Anne Rice was really uh, litigious about that. So it's like there there's a reason why things have to be set up the way that they're set up. If there's any whiff of profit being made, all of this is fucked. And people don't quite understand that, which is what's frustrating. Now, there's a lot of people out there that don't... I, I mean, so much of, of, like, Etsy or even those tea public places where it's all this merch. We were talking about it earlier. That's where you get the good merch because all the licensed shit is terrible. If they wanted to, they could be like, well... Anything Overwatch on these sites has to be taken down because it's not officially licensed sure. and we're not making any money off of mm-hmm. it. It's like so much of this is just at the pleasure of whatever product is. Folks don't quite understand that. Right. Well, now, actually, that reminds me. This is funny. I remember reading like years ago that Nintendo was going after all the various hentai artists and they were like, don't draw our characters. Like, we're this. going to yeah. start suing you. Mm-hmm. We don't want, not that this is like, you can't stop this type of shit. But No, it's pornography. You're not going to stop the porn. <laughs> That's like, before. you can try. You're going to fail. Yeah, that was like, remember I sent you that picture before Overwatch 2 came out and it was like, they've encrypted the 3D models or something. And someone in the comments was like. That's cute. <laughs> I can remember what they said, but it was like. Okay. Yeah, that's like throwing a rock in a lake or something like that. You <laughs> a know? deck chair off the Titanic, if you will. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, that's cute that you're that you think that's gonna do anything. 
Nice job. There's so much that they just tolerate because a lot of what fandom produces is free advertising for your show. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. I can't tell you the amounts of times that this stupid fucking Rings of Power thing, I shouldn't be wasting my time with this garbage. I have a friend who is like, please watch it so we can talk about it. And I've been seeing a ton of like gifts and shit about it on Tumblr, and I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, now I'm interested. Damn it. <laughs> Do you want to Damn explain it. what those gifts no. are telling you? <laughs> no. No. Are you sure? <laughs> no. No, I'm not going to. Okay. Um, but that's what fan like they've not weaponized fandom, but they're it, it's not just what it, it, it everything is content now. Yeah. And it's mm-hmm. it's, it's frustrating because everybody comes at it then with that well that money making sort of how can I make money off of this? Like nothing's a hobby anymore. Nothing can just be well. Well, I write for fun. Whatever. I don't really care who sees it. Oh, can I make money off of it? To make money off of the thing that I'm like using to write fic, like just just have a hobby. I mean, to a certain degree, I understand that. And you know, like I, you know, running is my hobby, right? Sure. Now, obsession. If I one day, you know, through some miracle, became really good at running. And I could make money off of it, though. I mean, I'd be stupid not oh, to. Oh, you would be stupid not to. I shouldn't say, put it that way, because if I ever, like, I write fic. Not a ton, but I mm-hmm. do. If I ever wrote a book. I think more you're looking at it from there's a there's a group of people who won't do something unless they can make that's money. That's more what I, I was referring to. And, like, the fan artists, and I think it's weird because you do have, like, I just bought some stickers from a dude who draws a bunch of art of properties he doesn't own. Mm-hmm. Is that necessarily fair? That he can make money off of that stuff and the, the fic writer can't? Maybe not. But, I mean, they could also come in and shut him down. Yes, yeah. they could. It just he does a whole bunch of different fandoms. And, and then when you're doing that sort of work, you are always kind of hoping the other shoe doesn't drop. Well, you have to have it in the back of your head that... It's entirely possible that one of these things that I'm drawing, mm-hmm. maybe someday I can't do it. A few years ago when Critical Role, uh, I think it was right as this campaign was starting, they kind of locked down on a lot of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And people got all pissed and it was like, well, they're they're a corporation now. That's not your, your fun buds playing D&D. And it's never really been that. It's right. a money-making enterprise and they know that the merch sells. So they're going to have their own merch that they want you to buy. Right. Not all of this other stuff. Yeah. Also, I'd like to tell you something, Bob, and I, I mean this sincerely. Uh-oh. You are very good at running. That being said, your body may not love it. <laughs> if you talk to, like, everyone that we know that also runs, that he asks to run with them, Bob is, like, the god of running. Yeah. And no one can, like... Well, if there's hope one thing, to aspire to be if like there's one thing you always got to give Bob, it's that it's definitely a mind over body situation <laughs> because the mind has wow. no limits. This was, and I don't want to have you start talking about running for half an hour now, but we'll get to that later. <laughs> but, um, he's going to save it. He's recording with, uh, with Sass later this week, this running he, podcast. He can talk about it too, but I know he wants to talk about it, but, um, <laughs> I did have I, I did have to ask him because he's telling me about he's doing this. He did this run the last uh, few days where it was a last man standing run. 
And obviously, I can guess what last man standing means. Sure. Just off the name. But I asked him, I said, well, how does a man who doesn't know how to quit and will go until he probably dies stop in a last man standing contest? Because to me, this is a mild concern. (laughs) And he told me, well, I'm not going more than 50 miles no matter what. And I was like, okay. Oh, it's good to have limits, Alex. Um, That's what you said, right? 50 miles? It was 50 50 miles. miles, Yeah. And it's like... I was just curious about that when he told me last man standing, because I was like, I could just imagine Bob out on the trail collapsing and dying. Well, he, before he goes on these things, I have one to eat it. Don't do anything fucking stupid. So. Well, here's here's one of the. There's re- a lot of freedom within that framework, here, I understand. Yes, but there's a lot of freedom. Um, but um, one of the one of the things I do generally like about ultra running in particular is the risk of like falling over dead is fairly small actually um you know you there are stories you'll hear of people who have heart attacks while they're out running and that's it for them but they had underlying heart conditions they just never knew and if they didn't go that day it would have been you know any pick a day in the future right um the the way that the way that you tax your body in in this form of running it's really hard to like push yourself like to the point where you're really endangering um like you're putting yourself in mortal peril um there are things you can do like you sh- absolutely should not take any ibuprofen or a leave when you're doing these kind of things cuz that can cuz if you do push yourself too hard you can end up with kidney failure but i know that so i know not to take ibuprofen or leave when i'm doing big runs um otherwise though your body because of the nature of it your body set your body starts shutting you down before your body shuts down and it, it, it just says, no, you can't. You're going to stop. But the body relies on the brain to send that signal. And when your brain <laughs> is jelly, <laughs> it might have a hard time sending that message. No, no. It's, I mean, I, I appreciate the confidence. No, but no, I mean. It, it doesn't inspire confidence it's, right there. I, I, well, I mean. Listen, I've been out on runs where I just, I've gone, you know, past where I can go. And I, as much as I want to keep going, I, you know, I really can't. Or I, I can't, like, at the pace that I wanted to go at. Right. And, you know, like, you know, yesterday I had a, I had a plan. And I mostly executed it. But I ended up walking the last 16 miles and... I walked those last 16 miles actually rather slow and you know that was uh kind of a a death march but um y- your your body says I don't care what your what your fantasy brain will would tell you to do you can't do this no the fantasy sure. brain you know and it's it's what what was so I get two Two more things on this, and then we can 
divert Go ahead. from no, running. No, you're fine. Yeah. But I love the running talks. So, you know, in the in the last man standing race that I did yesterday, uh, ended this morning. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, the winner ended up running 117 miles. <laughs> um, it just sounds terrible. The, the reward it? for winning that should be getting shot. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's standing with a shotgun. <laughs> oh, you're done. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know it's you know it's even better than that. So, in order for some, so I, I I think I told you last night like a little bit about, but it's like so the concept is every hour on the hour, everyone who's left needs to be in the start box when the horn blows, and then if you're not in the box, you're out. If and then the last person in there, last man standing, is the winner. However, if if Nobody is in the box. If you had like two people left and neither makes it to the box, there's no winner. Like the that makes sense, you know. And what if you gotta never, follow the fucking rules? What if you never leave the box? Well, you have to leave the box. Who says? That's the rule. What if you just walk circles in the box? Well, no, you have to traverse the course. But there's a box on either end. Oh, it's a four point two mile path. So you have to run from one box to the other box. I wonder how, I wonder like, so did someone else go like 112 miles and then they quit or something like uh, was someone right there or did this guy just go until he was finally like, okay, you know what? I've shown up all these I, plebs enough. So the guy who won, I mean, I have video of him. He sprinted in at the end. He could have kept going much longer and what i think happened is that the guy who was there with him at the end made the judgment call that he could not he would not outlast he wasn't going to win anyway so there's no reason to keep going right i think that's what happened i don't know that for sure um i didn't get a chance to talk to him but that's that's kind of the impression that i got um on it and it was fascinating to watch because, I mean, this guy, he really crushed it. I mean, I and it, what was cool is, you know, for a good chunk of the day, I was in that race with him. I was at the start line, and it, there was maybe like 18 people total in this race. Um, and, you know, I know I have no chance, but it's just fun to do. And, and you were watching him, and, like, he was doing run half a mile, walk half a mile, but his run half a mile was at like my 5k pace. Uh and it, it was just it was really cool to see. Now the other so he ran 117 miles, which sounds like a lot. The week before this race was the World Backyard Ultra Championships. Can we can we just talk about the name of that? first because i didn't i haven't heard about this the world backyard Mm -hmm. so this last man standing concept it's also called a backyard ultra um and it i i believe it was invented by the same guy who runs have you heard of the barclays marathons no this is a stupid dumb race in tennessee the guy who runs it he he's just known for making stupidly difficult and annoying races that like 
very few people can possibly even complete. Um, so the, he, they came up with this and, and they've been doing it for a while. And yeah, so it's, it's gotten some level of popularity. So the weekend before the world backyard ultra championship, guess how many miles? Well, one, uh, because it's like, it's like, a um, under like a, a sports banner, like they got like points and stuff too. Like there's weird shit, but it did end without a winner, a tech, like an actual race winner. Okay. Both of the last two men running could not finish what they, they call it a yard. Guess how many miles they had run at the point that they failed. 130. Keep going. 150. Keep going. 180. Keep going. Fuck these people. <laughs> Just tell me. 400 and like four. Like why? <laughs> why? Why? Alex, yeah. why? Yeah, let me tell you. <laughs> As I have previously suggested, <laughs> these are the people that should be on watch lists. Okay. <laughs> These people any day could snap and just blow up a building. I mean, uh, they're right there. Uh, that's four. It's more than four days of no sleep. They were just. Yeah. How do you not have a psychotic break? If I didn't sleep for two days, I'd be over here axe murdering. <laughs> Alex, I've had shitty sleep the last two nights. And honestly, I had to go and like be with people this morning. I was like. <laughs> Erica needs some coffee. Well, of course you can't sleep. There's a fucking killer caterpillar around <laughs> in your house. Actually, I had, sub- I had substituted uh, Bob the dog for Bob the human. And Bob the human no longer really snores because he's got the, 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 sure. the CPAP. And you've got the weighted blanket, so the kicking isn't really an issue anymore. Sometimes it is, but, you know. Oh, yeah. Tell us about the weighted blanket. We get used to the Jimmy leg. So I put Bob the dog in the bed with me because I need something. You know, I can't not sleep if I don't have somebody oh, else. Oh, Bob the, bed. the dog got promoted. He back did, to bed he did, sleeping. but he snored so fucking loud <laughs> that I'm just kind of like, I just can't fucking win. Put the CPAP on him. <laughs> yeah, you should have taken a picture. Yeah, that that would have worked. That would have been well. You'll be lying there with bloodshot <laughs> eyes, staring at the ceiling. Good times. Good times. No, you like the weighted blanket. Were we not supposed to talk about the weighted blanket? I don't care. We can talk about the weighted blanket. Uh, It seems to be good. It seems to help. Is it not weird? Like, don't you feel trapped? I don't feel trapped. Uh, It took you a while to get used to it. But it did take a couple days, yeah. When I sleep, I want as little on me as possible. Like, I basically just like having like the, the, like a quilt or whatever. Oh, no. And that's it. We I, have a, I'd like to be cocooned if I could. We have a duvet, yeah. which is, yeah, yeah, whatever. We have a quilt over the summer that's a lot thinner, and then a duvet we bust out for the winter. Uh, I do not do, like, the loose sheet. I can't do that. It drives me crazy. I mean, I don't think we've ever slept with a loose sheet. No. Um, but I do need, because uh, sometimes like, you get hot, so I'm going to have to kick a leg out or whatever sometimes. But I do need something on me. Or the wolves will get me. And I have to, the door has to be closed because that's a zombie issue. 
I need to be enclosed in the room. I'm a maniac. Like, I don't talk about it a lot, but there's like, a lot wrong up here. Alex, Alex. this isn't even hyperbole. Like, if I forget to leave the door or close the door, it's a problem. Well, because you don't close or turn any lights off. You, you leave everything just on. You know what I love when that you are discriminating against me. Good. Yes, I am. Absolutely. <laughs> like have, Turn a like fucking having, light off. You like having lights on when you sleep? I've been known to sleep with the lights on. No wonder you can't get good sleep. No, no what he'll do is he'll leave it on and then he'll come lie down and I'll be like. Well, now we have the remote. We have the remote. Yes. But before I'd be like, what, you, what, what are you fucking doing? Are you reading? You're not reading. Turn the fucking light off. But then I can't see my way back to the bed. <laughs> you, it's your room. You can't walk through it in the dark. I have no sense of uh, Alex, spatial awareness. I cannot tell you how many times in a week he'll leave his, his office where he works. And he has the light on in there even though it's daytime. So we're not even going to touch that because that drives me nuts too. <laughs> he, he leaves and it's like, he's not going back in there. I got to go in. And turn all the fucking lights off. You know what he did do, though? The one, th- the one time he actually turned something off, he turned off the monitor for the cameras. The maniac <laughs> cameras we have in the house. So I go yeah. in there for something, and I look, and the fucking monitor's off. And I'm like, oh, cool. Someone has fucked with the cameras. Someone is trying to rob the house, is the initial maniac thing that I thought. So I go over, and I manage to find the thing to turn it back on. And I'm like, all right, you fucking maniac. Everything's all right. You live in the fucking affluent suburbs. Your ass is fine. It's not a panic room situation. But the one time he actually turns something off, it's that. I'm working on it. How do you two live with each other? We manage. (laughs) There's a lot of suppression going on. Because I get to a point where I'm just like, What's even the point of complaining about this anymore? Why even say anything? It's never going to change. So you just, you got a ball, Alex. The rage yeah, ball you, you is how I describe it. Into that ball? Yeah, just cram it in. It'll be fine. Hey, I, I know you haven't gotten around to it yet, but I watched um, some episodes of Kill la Kill. Yeah, and, please, uh, let us know. Let me, let me tell you something. That show's amazing. <laughs> and the best thing on that show, easily one of the best characters in anime ever, is her little friend. Uh, I think her name's like Mako or Mako. Was she the one with the short brown hair who was yeah, being yeah, like, yeah. you need to get more naked? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Maybe the greatest character in anime ever. Like right out of the gate, she's trying to catch a train. And she's like, she's running after a train. She's like, I'm not going to make it. I'm not going to make it. I'm not going to make it. And then she gets on the train. She goes, I made it. <laughs> it's just like, and it's like this type of thing all the time. And Alex is like, I love you. Yeah. <laughs> New favorite character. How are you watching it? Is it on like. It's on Hulu. Okay. Does it do the dumb thing? Are you watching in English or are you watching the sub? I'm watching in Japanese. Okay. Is it doing the dumb thing where you have to, like, every time you turn it off, you have to come back and like reset it? No, so the subtitles on this show are built into the TV show. So they're Okay, not you keep coming... like looking off into the middle distance and I'm thinking there's a giant spider over there. So what is going on? There's no spider. That needs to, that needs that's to the, stop. I'd rather you stare, stare at your that's phone. That's the stare of a man who's trying to <laughs> I know he's away. exhausted, but he keep, he's looking like <laughs> right past me and there's a corner over there. So I'm like, where is the spider that I must destroy? Now I'm just going to start looking past her just to fuck with her. I'm just going to be like... <laughs> 
I was en- 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 entranced by um, your bard. Yeah, there's a lot of Yaskir over there. That's all right. We don't have to talk about that. <laughs> Erica has a problem. Um, I just don't vocalize it very often. Kill the kill, Alex. Anyways, it's great. You gotta watch it. I gotta watch more of it. I've just been busy. Have you watched any of Chainsaw Man? No. I don't even know what that is. We were reading the description of it the other day, and it sounds moderately delightful. Yes. Ridiculous in that same vein as a, like, One Punch Man, though I don't know that it's quite the parody that One Punch Man is. I don't know that it's a parody at all. Yeah. But... Ooh, did you see uh, Capcom showed gameplay of Resident Evil 4 Remake? Uh, yeah, I did see a bunch of that oh, on uh, so Tumblr. Yeah. Ooh, I, I did so see good. it and I was like, uh-oh. Is that the one where we're saving the president's daughter? Yeah. Leon! So they did all new voices, which makes me sad. She, she, her character model looks so good. Leon looks so good. Ada got a new outfit. She's not in her fucking dress anymore. To be fair, though. That, that dress great. was pretty, That was great. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it'll be like an alternate costume. Of course it would better be. That game is so fun. Like I was like, okay, you've played this game to death. Oh, there really playing, isn't a reason. You're, you're playing that. I'm 1000% playing the game, Alex, please. And it looks like they've integrated stuff that was in that like there's the whole thing where you like shoot the enemy in the leg to stun them and then you do a kick or something, oh, you know. I love that shit. Like they've integrated that stuff, so It's definitely, you know, it looks like it's coming along. Glorious. It doesn't look like they did the Resident Evil 3 thing and like Resident Evil 3 remake thing and like cut huge chunks of the game, but who knows? I didn't play the... I think I definitely played one. I may have watched a little bit of a Let's Play of two. Yeah. So and I didn't three, touch I didn't, three. I didn't play three either, um, but apparently they cut out large sections of the game when they did the remake. I don't think I played three when it came out either. The whole Nemesis thing, I was kind of like, I, eh. I think... Jill deserves her own new standalone game. It's sure. been too long. Like it's time. Jill should be the main character the next game. I do need Village to like show up on uh, Game Pass. Yeah, might might at some point. You keep Apparently, an eye out for it. That's one of the interesting things. Um, when it comes to the you know Microsoft buying um, Activision stuff, is there's a lot of things kind of coming out, and one of them was part of I think Capcom had some sort of marketing deal maybe for Resident Evil Village, and I think part of it is that they have to give Sony like a hundred and twenty days notice if they want to put the game on Game Pass to then give them the opportunity to counter offer sort of situation interesting to keep the game off game pass you know because this is like a big concern of sony's right is like everything's showing up on game pass we can't allow this and i think that's part of um the current activision agreement with call of duty because uh, sony is like some sort of um, um marketing agreement about call of duty with activision mm. and um i think that it's like part of that is Call of Duty can't be on Game Pass at all. Interesting. So even if Microsoft, and that's kind of what Microsoft's been saying about this acquisition is like, guys, even if we buy Activision, we can't take, we can't put Call of Duty on Game Pass yet. We can't take Call of Duty away from them. We have contractual obligations. Like, right, right. This shit isn't going to just like poof off PlayStation. It doesn't even make sense. I mean, that's been their point is we'd be just throwing money out the window if we take Call of Duty away from PlayStation. I mean, I still think that you shouldn't allow the two giant corporations to merge together, but that's that's just me. But 
Well, I agree with that in general, but there seems to be a feeling that Activision is going to be bought by someone no matter what. Mm. And it's in my mind, it's better than, let's say, Microsoft buys them than like Tencent comes along and buys them mm-hmm. or something. Sure. I don't know. I think Microsoft will be insane not to make it exclusive once they can. Because they're... It's a washing machine. Yeah. I mean, they don't... It's a bomb! Yeah. They don't sell Game Pass on PlayStation. They don't sell PlayStations. Yeah, you're losing money from... uh, Well, if you want to play that, you got to buy our system. Right. That's ultimately what they're going to move towards. Maybe not now, but eventually. Maybe eventually. I think right now it's a total... So this is the thing about the Microsoft buying Activision. It's such a lose-lose for Sony in every single way. Like, they gained a benefit in no way from it because either Microsoft pulls Call of Duty off PlayStation completely, which leaves a huge hole on that platform, Mm -hmm. or they leave it on there. And now every time Call of Duty is sold on PlayStation, Microsoft just pockets all the profit. So there's really no... Good answer for Sony. On I would this say one. the only thing that you you might see from it is a new shooter that Sony develops then uh, on their own, and you have some uh, uh, inclination yeah. to make it fucking really good. Well, and there's definitely. I mean, look, if you're Sony, you have a very strong interest now in trying to get a studio going to do exactly that because. You don't want to be dependent on Microsoft for right. like this really big IP that a ton of people essentially just play video games for. Right. I mean, like I have friends that it, like Call of Duty is all that matters to them. There is nothing else. Oh, it's like the Madden people. Yeah. Like I just play Madden or whatever the baseball game is now. Yeah. Yeah, the show. Well, and that's the thing. Those people who just play Call of Duty, you know, if if. The only place they can get Call of Duty is on Xbox. Well, they're going to buy an Xbox. Yeah. It's it's definitely going to be interesting to see what Microsoft's whole plan is if they're actually allowed to buy Activision. It seems like there's a lot of roadblocks at the moment, but we'll see. Yeah. Well, I but think it, it they might have greased the wheels in the U.S., but... Europe seems to be giving them problems. Yeah. Um, and it's... Yeah, it is interesting, though, this whole point they keep making, which is weird. It's like weird to think about that even if they buy Activision, they're still the third biggest company in gaming. Like, they're not even one or two. Like, that's crazy to think about. It is a little bonkers to that think you're about it that way. Buying a company for whatever, $90 billion or something. And even if the two of you are together, you're not the biggest company. I mean, you really are because you're fucking Microsoft. But the Xbox division alone isn't, you know. Mm-hmm. It's just crazy because you think like of the other like big acquisitions that they've made, right? The Bethesda thing, yeah. For however, what four billion was like was like billion. eight billion or something, something insane. And you're just like, oh my, like that's, that's insanity. And thinking that oh, all that shit's gonna be exclusive to Xbox now, bonkers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's, I feel like I've talked about it here before, but I feel like that's where you could make an argument maybe that there's like a, they have like a vertical monopoly in shooters if you allow them to buy Activision where they just have like all the big shooter IPs under one umbrella. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, a big genre. I mean, maybe the biggest genre. 
Um, like I said, it incentivizes Sony then, no matter what happens, even if it doesn't go through, like we got to get something going well, here in that that realm. And and Sony has shown, you know, look, they're pretty much the best at getting studios going, right? So they may very well may have something going on. Could be. They might have some studio that's always done something else that pivots. I mean, you know, Gorilla was doing those Killzone games forever, and they were very much like, meh, you know, nothing special. And then they pivoted onto Horizon, a totally different game, and boom, great game, takes mm-hmm. off. So maybe they have some studio that's been making some random bullshit. Totally possible. Some platformer or something, and all of a sudden they have a great idea, and you're Run off to the it. races. Um, it's kind of a gaming-adjacent thing. You were talking earlier about the Amaranth stuff, big Twitch streamer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, go ahead, Alex. Well, I, I, a little maybe, more well-versed in it you, than I am. Yeah, you, maybe you can recall more than I did because I only kind of saw a few clips and read about it a little bit. I just saw a very little bit on Twitter. I've been trying to uh, reduce my, my usage so that I can ultimately delete it off of my phone because if Elon Musk's end up ends up buying it it's going to be even worse than it already is so basically it seemed like she i don't know what exactly caused it but she went on her twitch stream and had like a total like an emotional breakdown and started i guess there's an abusive boyfriend situation no so apparently well that's the number one is that she's been married for some amount of time and been hiding it and i get that because, you know, Amaranth is kind of in that sex worker industry. Like, she's not really a sex worker, but she sort of is. Sex like, worker adjacent. Yeah. and You're selling that, a fantasy. Right. And part of that, exactly, you're selling a fantasy, is that you want to present the image that you're available. Right. Even if you're not. Even though there's no fucking chance that these losers who are donating thousands of dollars to you are ever going to get anything out of you other than maybe a thank you. Right, exactly. They're never getting shit out of you. But you still want to kind of present that image that there's that chance, right? You're there's telling me there's a chance. Right. And so, and that had been a rumor forever that she was actually married and was just hiding it. Um, I've heard that like five years ago or something. Who fucking cares? Yeah. Well, and, and so that was part of it was her being like, hey, you know, I mean, I don't have I'm the parasocial married. relationship that some people have with her, but, yeah. you know, whatever. Yeah, well, someone... Apparently, she has, like, a huge following in Turkey. Like, that's, like, a massive portion of her viewership. Because I think porn might mm. be illegal there. Ah. Um, but Twitch isn't. So, if that's we your take thing. Take what we can get. Yeah. Um, but anyways, uh, so that was like number one, I guess, was, hey, like, yes, I'm married. And this whole time he's been emotionally abusing me. I just saw people being pissed off that she was married. And I was like, no, I, d- I didn't see a lot of that. Um, I mean, I know that's out there. But what I was more reading was stuff like. Apparently, he was the one that when the whole hot tub thing really took off on Twitch, he was the one being like, hey, you should you should do this. Really do this. There's an opportunity here. And. I mean, he was right, I guess. I can't, you can't really argue that he was wrong. But that being said, if you're kind of like, it feels like if you're pushing someone you're to do they don't want to do, right? Like, you know, it's icky. It doesn't feel great. Right. Um, it's so, gross. But I don't, again, I don't, this is very much like my secondhand information. So I could be rep- representing some of this incorrectly. But 
Yeah, it, it seemed like, you know, because one of the things I've talked about before with her is she just seems to be working insane hours. Mm-hmm. Like, and I don't know how she even does it. And that's one of the things she was talking about was like, she's been going on four hours of sleep most nights for like years now. And I don't know how you do that and maintain your look, right. like your face, your body. I don't know how you maintain that. It takes a toll for sure. Um, so... You know, and a lot of this was apparently her being like really like pushed and told you need to do this, you need to do that. Uh, you know, everything's about making content. Well, and you know, this guy ain't working. <laughs> well, he's probably your manager or something, mm-hmm. right? Um, but yeah, I don't know. So it was basically just her, I guess, like kind of reaching a breaking point and being like, you know, fuck this. I'm tired of having to have cleavage shown every time I'm on camera and I'm tired of always having to be in a bikini and you know and and look the reality is with i don't know if she hasn't been stupid with how much money she's made she really shouldn't have to do well i was just gonna say i mean with the amount that you've said that she has like if you're not an idiot you could just be like i'm not doing this anymore maybe i'll stream sometimes but not in the way you're used to yeah maybe not make what you were making but if you weren't dumb about it you could be fine yeah, and so I saw, like, the next day, and again, I'm really short on this. Like, there was a bunch in there, but I don't remember all of it. But I saw the next day she was, like, streaming with her horses or something and riding them. And of then, course she has horses. Of course. And then the and then the next day after that, I think she said, like, I'm taking an indefinite break or something there like that. So I don't know what's going on, if she's, like, getting a divorce or whatever's happening, but... Yeah, it it is interesting because you know that was kind of the image. Like, do you remember? Did you watch that that Vice thing where they did like a half hour on her? They, they did like a half hour on Amaranth where they interviewed her and talked to her, and just the hours she was working and the nonstop. It was crazy. Well, that's the other thing and, too. People think that oh, well, you're just sitting in your street. No, there's this. It's 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 a whole production. It's a whole and it's an act. That's not yeah. really her. You know, it's an act and there's production value involved, right? You got to work on the pool. You're sitting in a pool for however many hours a day. That's insane. It takes a toll and it is work. Yeah. And even if you're streaming it, you still have to go like work out. Like you don't just magically maintain your body like that. Like you have to go work out for hours every day. And even if you can stream it and kind of integrate it into your work, so you're not like losing money, I guess, while you're not streaming. It's still another thing where you have to present yourself in a certain way. Mm-hmm. Well, and just know. having to be like, oh, I, I, I don't have privacy. I'm constantly, you know, I'm just out there all the time. And that's a choice. Yeah. Or well, also she's like, coerced into it, you know, but still it's. Well, and like, look, if you're having problems in your marriage, how are you supposed to work on them? When you you're don't. working like 12 hours every single day and you're always on stream. You don't. That's the thing. That's yeah. why it gets that bad. So I don't know. The guy doesn't sound like a great guy, but also we're only getting one side of the sure. presentation. So who fucking knows? But yeah, it just, it was interesting that, you know, it's like, it's not always as great as it seems, right? Even if you've got a lot of money to make it better in theory. Right. Money helps. Yeah. Money can solve many problems. But not all of them. <laughs> it's better to have problems and have money than have problems and don't have oh, money. Oh, thousand percent. 
I was uh, money can't buy happiness. Fuck you. Yes, it can. <laughs> this yeah, could kind can. of this could kind of lead into can it something buy else. a Lamborghini? You can buy happiness. <laughs> well, this kind of lead to something else. But I saw someone the other day had like a funny tweet. It probably wasn't even really meant to be funny, but it was funny because that's just the world collapsing around us. Um, and it was the guy was like, at twenty eight, my mom owned a house. At, tw- at twenty eight, I own a MacBook <laughs> or something like that. Well, I mean, wages have stagnated. Uh, ooh, ooh, are you trying to you trying to get to it? What we yeah, were talking the, about before? Love the, it. Well, I sent you that article. It was a study of I think multiple other studies where they were kind of analyzing them together. Of you know, because I think a lot of the focus when the birth rates go down in the world is why are women not having children? So this study was more focused on why are men not interested in being fathers. Sure. Um, and it didn't, I didn't really see any like, you know, obviously there were a lot of theories, but I didn't really see any like, you know, conclusions, I guess. <laughs> but um, I think obviously one of the reasons is you don't have any fucking money for and yourself even. Kids are very so expensive. So how are you going to have a kid? Right. Even if you want one. Right. Ain't cheap. No. So, I don't know, do you guys, Bob, do you have any theories? Why do you think men are childless? Um, I think a lot more of... More and more men. That, more, that was the point of the article, is the more and more men are showing a disinterest in being fathers. Um, I, I think, uh, you know, to a certain extent, just it's... It's nice not to have obligations to things, you know, and to be able to just do what you want to do. And <laughs> yep, you know, and more. I can't speak as a man, but yep. But I mean, also think about it. I one of the things I'd be interested in seeing in a follow-up study is, you know, if if you compare these men, you know, versus you know twenty, thirty, forty years ago generally people were younger when they were having kids you're people are waiting till later in life now and now they're getting a little further in their careers they're actually getting some money in their bank account that they're spending and have discretionary income they're able to do stuff they want to do and then you get tossed in the idea of like wait 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 I could have a kid and then not be able to <laughs> do any, do of, any of that anymore. That I want to do. Hmm. That's a mystery. Yeah. I, I think that's part of it. Um, I think money is a big factor. Money is a big though, factor. Yeah. Because if, you know, you, you've eroded the middle class to such a way that it's like, like I said, kids are expensive. And it's either, okay, like you said, I can have the life that I want to lead. And be able to do the shit I want to do. Or or it could be couples are, you know, you're together and whatever. And you just look at it and you're like, we, we cannot afford to have a kid. I also think there's a lot of people out there more than, uh, probably more than you might think and perhaps an alarming amount that look at it and like, oh, I had a shitty upbringing and I don't want to be a shitty parent. I've been thinking about that in and of itself a lot it was just at a uh, family thing um other side and they were talking about 
how this one relative is like, oh, she's, she doesn't help her mother with anything and blah, blah, blah. And I'm sitting there like, well, you don't know what their relationship is. Was the mom shitty to her? If the mom was shitty to her, everybody has a breaking point. There's, I feel like back in the day or whatever, even our parents' generation, there was this, I have an obligation. Mm-hmm. It is expected of me to have the two children and to go to church on Sunday and to do this and this and this. Mm-hmm. And our generation is more like, how about no? I'm not going to have this, oh, well, it's your parents, so you have to just be beholden to them. Well, no. If you were shitty and horrible, I'm not going to, I don't want anything to do with you. I think you made some good points, Bob, but you're also kind of presenting the side of the argument that is men who just don't want to have children, period, Mm -hmm. right? But I think there's also a lot of men who would be interested in children, but maybe they have a lot of money problems. Like maybe they're just not able to, you know, they're barely able to take care of themselves, let mm-hmm. alone you're going to suddenly add on a huge cost of a child. Yeah. Um, and like you said, you know, the cost of living, especially with food lately, just keeps rising and rising. Well, of course, wages are staying where they are, and so you're just becoming poorer all the time. And the other thing is, you may want a kid, but you might suck, so it might be hard to find a partner. And that could be a thing, too. I have seen that, I don't remember what the hell, it was a study, or just like, women are choosier, because we have more options. Yeah. And it's not, again, like I was saying, it's not, well, you got to get married right out of college and have kids because it's just, it's what you got to do. You got to do that. Right. People you got to find waiting. a man to take care of you. Right. Exactly. So it's, women are a little, you, you have the, the, the luxury of being choosier. You're not getting stuck in something shitty and then having a kid on top of it. I, I think there's also, you know, the aspect of maybe people... You know, what kind of ends up happening is you see these people who have like eight kids or something, right? And they'll just pump them out willy-nilly. They don't give a shit, right? Um, But then I think you have the people who think about it more and they go, well, I maybe I don't want a kid because like look at the world right now and who knows how things are going to be 10, 20, 30 years from now. I do think now. that's part of it too. What am I bringing them into? I think this is just my personal opinion, and I have absolutely no research to back this up. I think that's a, that is an argument that people use to hide the fact that they just they don't. don't want kids. That's yeah. what they tell their parents. Yeah, I'm agnostic. I'm not an atheist. I still yeah. believe in God. Yeah, I, I mean, because I, I mean, because having a kid inherently is a selfish thing, because you want a kid, unless it's accidental. <laughs> and you feel guilty but the shitty thing is i'm just gonna say well there's options but maybe not for much longer but you know you know you you want to have kids it's very rewarding it's a lot of work it's very expensive but you're doing it because you want it um right. or at well, least that's the way it should it's be. also not for everybody right so i i don't know i i think that I think there is a small subset of the population who 
um, you know, somebody heard that excuse and they were like, "Oh, that's perfect." Right. People ask me why I don't have kids. I remember actually, I heard, I did hear uh, like an interview on NPR with like, you know, some guy who was like a professor of philosophy and was going down this that path that it's actually cruel to um, bring a child into the world um, at all, and it, you know. It, I understood where he was going with it, but you know, like, like shut the fuck up. It's like, <laughs> n- no, you, you get out of, get out of your office. I would argue, touch some grass. Sure, there might be some circumstances where maybe it would be cruel to bring a child into that circumstance. Mm-hmm. A thousand percent agree with that, but just in general, mm-hmm. go outside, go take a walk. Hmm. Yeah. But I will say what they're worried about is not everybody is not having babies. We're worried that white people aren't having babies. I don't know if you know there's a white genocide going on, Alex. Were you aware of this? I was not. The white race is under attack. That makes sense. Mm. And so if we don't force people to uh, have children and save the white race, we're just fucked. (laughs) At least that's what my pal Tucker thinks. Oh, God. I... I I'm not, I'm not going to defend Tucker Carlson in any way, shape, or form. Don't, I'm not going to play devil's you're, you're advocate. You're getting tossed. Uh, there is, though, a... There is an actual societal, like, need for us to reproduce the species to a certain amount. Oh, I... I yeah, I know that. Right. But if also, if you... It, nothing is in a bubble. If you want people to be having children... Wages need to increase. We need to do something about our generation, millennials. Like, we're in a minority owning a house. Mm-hmm. Like, there's things that you you can't just be like, well, we have to. It's like, you well, no, no, you, you, you've ruined everything. So things aren't the way that the older generation was when they were growing up. It's like, you could buy a house for what? The price of a VCR. <laughs> This guy has at least two DUIs. Um, oh, but I, th- I think that's a good point. That if you're if you're a responsible adult and you're actually thinking out the decisions you make, and you're going, "Well, shit, I don't even own a home, but I'm going to have a child." That's no. a tough decision, right? Yeah. Because even we owned a house and we had the kid, and then it was like, "This house is too small. We need a bigger house." I mean, not need. Well, that, yeah, I wasn't going to go down that path. But, but sure, yeah, it's easier with. But we were able to do it. We I, was, yeah, I, I. This comes back to the the point of there are there are societal problems that we need to address, but we're not because no one's coming to the table in good faith. Well, no, not at all. You know, and when you you talk about like, you know, need people need to have more babies. Part of the reason is that they, you know, the the man wants that to happen. Of course, is that you need people to work jobs. Okay, you need a workforce. And one of the things that happened, as we know, over COVID, is a shitload of old people retired all at once and said, "Fuck this, I'm out." Mm-hmm. But you didn't have enough young people to replace them in those jobs. 
And so now you have a bunch of companies going around saying, well, nobody wants to work. And it's like, well, but that's not true. Just look at the look at the unemployment numbers. Like people are working. Right. Yep. You just don't have enough people to fill the roles. Well, and if you're not paying enough right. to justify me leaving a job or taking a job with your company, then I'm not going to take the job with your company. Well, and I think a lot of people found out over the pandemic that they were busting their asses and they didn't have to be. You know, that they were able to live off one parent's income um, and that the other parent could be, you know, maybe they weren't bringing in a paycheck, but they're adding a significant value in being home. I'm a value add. Well, and But if you look at how much childcare costs, like we've known people who were like, I could continue, like if I were to continue working and send the kid to childcare, that's my entire paycheck and then some. Yes, and and that was um you know a friend of mine who listens to this podcast. The reason he had originally stopped working way back when mm-hmm. is he ran the numbers one day, and it was like after I go to work, and you know maybe I buy lunch once a week or something, pay X amount for gas to go back and forth from work and everything, and then I have to pay for childcare to take care of my children while I'm working, I'm actually like breaking even. So what's... So there's no point in going to work. Right, what's the point? The only yeah. point would be if you're working towards a better job. Sure. That would be the only point, right? But otherwise, if you're not, if you're content or you're going to stay in the job you're in for whatever reason, there's literally no point because you're breaking even. Why mm-hmm. Go work 40 hours a week when you're not with your family, when you're making zero dollars. Right. Mm-hmm. That's just like, it's a total waste of time. Yeah. Well, and that's the other big problem, as I see it. It's you want people to work, you want people to have babies, but you don't do anything as the government to support, to support that. No. Well, and what... And then, God forbid, you do need some assistance. Oh, well, you're a, you're assistance, you're a blood-sucking leech, and you, you are a pox on society. Okay, thanks. What I, what I find really interesting about that comment is I've also heard the other side of it, which is parents get too much. Parents get too much flexibility at work. Well, I, I do think there's some truth in that, though. Just because I'm single, I, I have doctor's appointments. Mm-hmm. I have familial, maybe not my immediate family, but if I have parents or if I have nieces and nephews, or I have obligations, too. So, yeah, yeah, I would why, be a little why does, pissed. Why, why does, does that person get to ditch out on work every other day right. because they've got a problem with their child, but I have to stay here for eight hours? It's mm-hmm. the smokers thing. Why does the smoker get to go take a break every, like, you know, hour to go outside and have a cigarette, and I got to sit here and I got to work? Mm-hmm. I don't think that... My whole thing was, I think, the 40-hour work week whatever as long as you're getting the work that needs to be done done Mm -hmm. to a certain standard it shouldn't matter how many days or what what your hours are and And that's just me personally and speaking of that bob Mm -hmm. there was an article on ars technica that i think it was equinox right equifax equifax sorry equinox is a very expensive gym (laughs) yeah at first i was like "Ooh, what happened at equinox okay Equifax had been going through their employee records and figuring out 
which remote workers mm-hmm. were actually working two jobs. Mm-hmm. And we're not going to call them workers. We're going to call them heroes. <laughs> and essentially fired everybody that was working two jobs. Yep. And it's interesting because there's a lot of angles to look at it from. But my first one would be, and this is just my perspective, to me, if I hired someone and the work I want done is getting done to a level that I'm happy with, they can do whatever the fuck they want in my mind. Like, what do I care? Like, I agree. I agree. I think you have to worry about maybe some conflicts of interest. Maybe if that's a thing. Well, sure. If you're like working for a direct competitor. Sure. And, and, you're, a, and, and, you're, and you're getting information. Right. Then there's like a problem. There, there's a problem there. That the other would want. But like I said, as long as your work is getting done. I think the problem is it's it's near impossible to work two full-time jobs. To the same level. To the same level. I would, that's, that's a fair thing to uh, say. For the sure. same business hours too. Sure. I mean... I mean, you see how much I'm on meetings. And not everybody has Not the... everyone has the meeting load that I do. But, I mean, because here's what happens if you're working two full-time jobs. You've, you're you now trying to coordinate two different calendars. Well, that in and of itself would just be a nightmare, and I wouldn't right. want to do so it anyway. I, I, think, I think the point that had come up with this article from R, I, I think the reason that, you know... Equifax probably started digging into this as they started seeing trends in worker performance and they started looking for reasons what were the commonalities. That would make sense if it, there was a dip in in performance because yeah. why yeah. Uh, why would you be looking at it? Yeah, and and look, if the work isn't getting done to the level they want it done at that's a totally different scenario. Agreed. And you should be cracking down or mm-hmm firing people or giving warnings that you need to pick a job like you have 30 days to improve your work or you're fucking out of here you know like whatever needs to be done but if to do it i hate when things get done is like a blanket reason across the board because whatever it was wasn't the number like 1800 people or something was it that high i thought it was something like like i thought it was like 41 Maybe I read another article. I was going to say, there's a bet a big. There's a big there was a second article I read about this same thing that I linked to you. Maybe yeah. I read something else too. But regardless, everyone, pretty much everyone who got found to be working two jobs was, was left go. I think there was like one right. person who wasn't. And, and if it was only the one person who was actually doing good work, then at least they didn't fire the one person who's actually doing good work. But I just, I don't know. Were the other 40 all just worthless? And so to me, like, if they're doing a shitty job, I don't think you really need to fire them because of the two jobs. It's just your, fire your them because they're doing bad, a bad right. job. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of information about this story we don't know. Yeah. Um, but I can, I could see from like, uh, like a policy standpoint. So if you have something that's a policy in your, your handbook, it's a written policy. Generally you have to enforce that very strictly because if you don't, then you have to give the same exemptions to everybody in the company. So 
let's say there's something in the Equifax handbook that says you cannot be working two full-time jobs. Um, and then they go and find these four, you know, however many people it is. Well, if you go through, you, you've then got to make a decision. Like, are we going to, how are you going to handle it? Are you going to go through and evaluate each and every single one of them and see who you want to, um, who you would like to extend like a, a grace period of like, you know, hey, get your sh- you're good, get your shit together, quit the other job, and we'll keep you. Um, or do you just want to fire everyone? And the reality is, it's just easier to fire everyone. I will say though, if it's in the employee handbook, if it's stated in your terms, and of I don't know, if, we don't know, if we it don't is. know, but if that's the case, yeah, then you're doing it at your own, at yeah, your own at peril. your own risk, right? Yeah, and I mean. Make your money however you can. There's no judgments well, from here. I I was working with someone who very clearly was working a second job, and I have questions for after the podcast. And this person, he would, um, like, not show up to meetings. He'd drop off of meetings that we were like talking about important topics, trying to resolve issues. He just wasn't available, and like. The entire project suffered for that. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> yeah, this that is didn't subtle. Work. That didn't work. Subtle. Good. Um, you know, the entire the entire project suffered for it, and it ultimately led to a lot of tension. <laughs> a lot of tension. It's just funny because he's trying to be quiet and he's failing. And he's failing. Yeah, miserably. and it's fine. And it's great because this is all going to stay in. Yeah, of course. Alex doesn't edit anything out. <laughs> uh, no, if there's a if there's a very clear dip, if if it's that blatant, yeah, then no, you you can't do it. No. If you can do it and sustain it, and I do think it's definitely possible to do. But if it's in the employee handbook and it's a condition of your employment. Like I said, that's at your own peril. Well, and even if it's not necessarily a condition of employment, if you're... If it's actively... If you're hiding it, which in almost every situation you would, and you get caught... Well, are you hiding it, or is it just it's not work business of yours? I'm not obligated to share anything else about my life with my work. No, but it would be on your resume. Would it? Theoretically, I mean, not necessarily. No, I, I, I think I think the problem with these cases is there's got there's probably half a dozen different policy things you could hit them for. Sure, uh, you know, and there's just, there's so many, you know, whether I'm sure you could hit them on, you could probably hit them on performance, mm-hmm. right? Because uh, I firmly don't believe you can work two full time jobs and do them both well, but that's just me. Um, you can hit them on uh, any particular policy violations. Sure. Um, you know, it's it's I like if you can make it work, absolutely go for it. But you like 
if you get caught, I you don't. I'm not going to give you my sympathy. Well, no, no, because it's <laughs> like you were, anyone really feels bad for you. Them. Were doing something that you know you knew clearly. If you did get caught, right? It was just and like, if you didn't know that, and you're a bit of an idiot. But I mean, whatever. Right. Chase that paper, baby. Get paid while you can. I mean, if this is what you're going to do, be a consultant. You know. Hey, you make better money as a consultant too. But I do think it's funny, you know, you mentioned it like, oh, well, two, you know, peons, you can't work two jobs. But meanwhile, someone will go sit on like 45 boards and yeah. run three companies and be like, like, how do you be a CEO of multiple companies? Like, well, come the fuck on. The CEO doesn't, doesn't do all that fucking much. At least him. Mm. Useless. Allegedly. <clears throat> fuck that guy. <laughs> Well, how how can you ever get work done when you're impregnating the world? <laughs> and thinking of really dumb names for the your names children. Are the what happened to like just name someone like Josh? You know, let's just like keep it simple here. Can't have it. Got to be weird. <laughs> Why well, is it got to be, be unique? Apple. He's got to be unique, Alex. Oh yeah. We got to give the kid a complex before they're even like out in the world. Look, some of the stuff he named his children like wasn't the one like <laughs> just like letters and numbers and it was just like bullshit. Are you trying to get your children beat up at school? Is I that did, the goal? You know, what I love is in France, you can't get away with that shit. Like, they can look at, you can say, oh, they're going to be named it. Nah. And, and they'll tell you, no. None. Try again. <laughs> That'd be so funny. Here's my birth certificate. No. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, nah. No. That's a shame. No. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Here. I can't name my kid something stupid. This is America. Fuck yeah. Look, you can name your kid whatever you want, but why are you trying to get him beat up? It's just weird. I was beat up when I was a kid and it built character. <laughs> yeah. What else you got, Bob? Other than the deep dreams of your bed. <laughs> Did you see <laughs> that there is a new golf game coming? Oh, yeah, the new PGA Tour 2K23, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's out, right? might be yeah. out. I mean, the thing is, 2K21 is a great game, so it's like, unless you're going to add something I really care about, I guess. Right. Like, the game works fine. I so don't why know. would I buy a new iteration? Yeah, and I don't, it's like, if I played it nonstop all the time, I'd feel like, oh, a new one's sweet, right? Like. But I don't. I don't really know. I haven't looked into it that closely. If they added something, I care I've about. heard that it is near impossible to play. Oh, well, I don't. Yeah, I don't know about that. I haven't really read about it. I know you could still do the traditional swing stick stuff, like you mm-hmm. press the right thumbstick down to pull back, and then mm-hmm. you press it forward to swing through, and you have to time it out right, and you have to keep your press straight up and down to get it or straight down and up to and get a good result any wobble you're gonna right you shank it yeah exactly um and on 2k21 the problem was the timing would never come out right like you would do swings perfectly and get a bad result an insane percentage of the time yeah so i just started playing with the timing aspect turned off and I turned up the difficulty to make it so I would have to keep within tighter margins on so the made swing. It, like, so it would still be right. Because right. it was just like the timing stuff. And and this is like 
PGA Tour 2K21 was made by the same people who made other golf games, like the Golf Club 1 and 2. and Which are your guys' jam, right. yes. They're all, they're all the same game, basically. They're all iterations of the same game. But with this one, and I had never had a problem with the swinging, but with this one in particular, they just, like, fucked around with the swinging and just wasn't right. Um, but it was still a lot of fun if you just turned off the one aspect of it. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't know how the swinging is on the new one, but I know they also added now you can play on like a three-click system if you want instead of the swing stick. So it's like you press A at a few different times on a meter, mm-hmm. and depending yeah. on how those A presses go, it determines the quality of your swing. Okay. Um, it's like a timing minigame. Yeah, exactly. And I and and depending on how that is, that might be more enjoyable to play on just because the one the one problem with the whole swing stick thing is you're going to wear down your thumbsticks. Sure. Um like that's just the reality of any game really that makes heavy use of the thumbsticks is you're going to wear them down faster. Like that was always the one of the jokes when I was playing the NHL game regularly is people would complain so much that their sticks were just destroyed because <laughs> there's so much like holding the stick out to the outer edges and doing half circles and stuff. So, um, Speaking of uh, controllers getting fucked up, my uh, buddy Sheila, she's still playing through The Witcher 3, she sat down one night to, to get into it, and uh, the uh, stick on one of the controllers totally fucked. That was, like, loose or something? Yeah. Like, she couldn't even, like, get to select the game. She said she was fucking livid. She was like, oh, we're going to send the controller. And I'm like, no, you're not going to go buy a new controller. She's like, yeah, I know. My husband's out buying a new controller right now. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, you're not waiting weeks to get the controller back. Are you kidding me? Yeah, unfortunately, if you're using any of the, like, first-party controllers from anyone, Microsoft, Sony, Nintendo, they all get stick drift. Um, and do you, know, do you know what stick drift is? Well, it just fucks up. Right. Right. Basically, like you're the, aiming and it's not going where you're telling it to go. It's... Right. So it's still the basically the way stick drift works is, um, you know, these these joysticks all use mechanical parts. Right. Mm-hmm. And they all grind against each other. So as they start to wear down and grind against each other more and more and more, especially in the right on the middle of the thumbstick, right in the middle of the dead zone, you start to get um, slight errors and so what happens is when you're aiming at stuff, it's hard to notice, but you will get like the tiniest little like pulls. And if you're trying to hit a fucking dot, that's like a sure. hundred feet Precision away from you. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You're going <laughs> to you know, notice. Right. You're going to know, start to notice problems. If um, you're flipping around and pirouetting all over the fucking place with Geralt, it might not be. Right. It, it's not precision shit um, like golf. The King's Game. And so, like, good, the yeah, King's golf, uh, NHL, shooters to a certain degree are always, like, stick drift, you know, causers for sure. 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 And a big part of it is really these these controller manufacturers just use cheap parts. I mean, that's all it comes down to is they're all oh, using sure. the same cheap parts um, and charging way too much. Well, I was going to say, then you got to go out and buy a new one, and it's like 70 fucking dollars. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what are you going to do now? I do. I do know. So like for Microsoft specifically, the problem is they <clears throat> don't allow any of the third party controller manufacturers to use the wireless signal. If you want to, you can make third party controllers for the it Xbox, has to be wired. but it has to be wired. And that kind of sucks. That does suck. Yeah. The pain on your setup and everything. Well, our um, setups maybe down here, you could use a wired controller, but upstairs, definitely not. 
And I know um, some third-party manufacturers are actually starting to use these joystick modules. They're called like, I think they're called like Hall Effect modules or something. And instead of using mechanical parts that are all touch against each other and wear down, they use magnetic parts. Oh, cool. And so it uses magnets to track the joystick's movements so there's nothing to wear down. Nice. Like, they're basically saying, you know, it's going to wear down one day. But, like, Not to the by extent. the time it wears down, the reality is other things in the controller are going to be breaking. <laughs> like, <laughs> the joysticks are going to break last. Right. Instead of first. It's um, just funny to think about this shit because then you go back and you could, like... You could put in a, a plug in an SNES controller today, and it would still be fine. Depending on how ba- how you treated it. Yeah. Well, right. If you were nice to it, if you weren't flipping it all over the place. Well, and that's the thing with controllers too is a lot of them. It's like a quality control issue because sometimes you'll get a controller that'll be great for years, and then sometimes a controller will have stick drift right out of the fucking box. Now, but what's worse for quality issues, controllers or headsets? Um, probably controllers. Hmm. Do you mean like gaming headsets? Yes. I think, I think gaming headsets from the bigger manufacturers are actually generally pretty well made overall. I think it's just the reality of you're buying a $100 hunk of plastic and plastic warps and breaks, you know, like it kind of is what it is to a degree. Because the thing is, if you go and look like a high-end headset. Like if you want to get a really high-end headset for like listening to music or something, mm-hmm. they're not cheap. I mean, no. they're like eight hundred, nine hundred thousand dollars. So if you're buying something that's a hundred dollars, yeah, you don't want it to break. But I don't think you should have the expectation that it's going to last you ten years of regular use. Sure. You know, I mean, that's the thing you got to think about it. Like these headsets, like a gaming headset, I might be using this thing four hours every single day. It's not going to last forever. No. Um, but there's an, another thing that's interesting about the controllers is because they all know they use these cheap parts. Um, so Sony is coming out with a, you know how Microsoft has the Elite controller? Yes. Mm-hmm. Sony is coming out with their own version of the Elite controller like early next year, I think. But what's interesting is they're going to allow you to pull the faceplate off and pull out the thumbstick modules and they're going to sell replacement parts. Hmm. And so that's kind of nice because then when your thumbsticks start to go, instead of having to replace an entire controller, you can just replace the parts. especially a $200 controller, yeah. you can just re- buy like a $20 part or something. So that's pretty nice. I like that as a feature. The option is nice for sure. But I do think, you know, really, I mean, you're charging $60, $70 for a controller. You should use higher quality parts in my humble opinion. Oh, but a thousand percent. Agreed. But how you doing over there, champ? Are you ready to stop, Bob? He's you got dying? He's got the blinkies he's, he's going. He's got the long, he's got the long, long blinks. Look. We're not, we're getting kind of the, 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 the one eye is blinking faster than the other. <laughs> Bob's eye tired. I, I've not slept a lot. <laughs> you did good, Bob. You did good. I'm proud of you. You did. Yeah. Very like we we had a few thousand yard stairs there. Yeah. Well, let's see. What did I do? I think I had two hours of sleep this morning between like seven thirty and nine thirty. I might have been able to sleep a little longer, but I had to. I really had to pee, and it was getting hot in the tent. 
you get the shit of it when you're so comfortable and you're like, oh, I could I sleep forever, but it's like, oh, God damn it, I got to pee. Then you get up and you come the, back and you're like, the magic is lost. <laughs> it really does suck. Yeah. The best, though, was last night. So I came up with this like awesome plan that I was going to run the race. But because I knew I was, I was not going to go the full time, I was going to quit early that was always the plan You'd only do 50 miles only well i was only gonna do 50 kilometers but then fucking the race director scotty was like hey i've got a medal for 50 miles now now alex they're like aware of him now bob has become like a, a almost a simpson side character in the in the realm of this podcast and he won't tell you he's excited about it, but he is so fucking excited, I'm about, not it. excited about it. You don't have to lie. But so I see the little curl. You see a little smile. Yeah. yeah. So he's tickled. So he, he, he said, we've got a medal if you get the 50 miles. And I'm like, well, I know I can't run the 50 miles because it'll beat up my body too much. And I need to be ready for my race. My, my goal race. Right. Um, so I said, but I bet you I could run like 50 like or 30 to 35 miles and then walk the rest of it. And I thought this would like get me done around like nine o'clock and that would give me like almost three hours to nap. No, no can do. I finished slurms. at 11 p.m. And then I had a volunteering shift start at midnight to go from midnight to 6 a.m. By the time I got back to my tent, changed, I I got in the car, turned the heat on, and put the seat back. I set my alarm. I set like five alarms. I maybe got 10 minutes of sleep. And then I got up and went to go do my volunteering shift. So it's it's time for Bob to go to bed. What about that long stretch of road on the drive home just straight on straight on where you just like, all right, I'm good. The driver was fine. The driver was actually fine getting home because I came during the day. I was There was is nothing hours. worse than when it is dark out and you're tired, tired and oh, you're on that fucking You should fucking... just pull over. Yeah. You really should just pull over cuz I I would I can't do it anymore. I really can't. Well, you, yeah, you you used to be able to drive for like I long used, periods of time. And then right around maybe we've been together four or five years, you started like, we'd be driving back to uh, the East Coast and you'd be driving for two hours and you'd start. Yeah. And you're like, I, I got to switch. Yeah. I, it was, it's, it's insane. Like it, we were barely in Indiana and I'm like, I got to switch. I can't. I can't go. I like it, it, it was yeah, incredible. Yeah, that was diminished, Bob. Now we're coming back <laughs> towards Ultra Bob. Ultra Bob. I do have one more thing. Hold on, real good. This oh, isn't sure, a topic. Sure. But I was thinking again about that Kiriko short. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I did like about that is they really hit it on the head where she's talking to her mother at the start. And the mother, she's like, you know, mom, I know you don't believe in the Fox spirit, but believe in me. Mm-hmm. I'm stronger than you think. And the mother hits her with the are you <laughs> like that's some serious shade yep. right there yep like that's no belief you Thanks, know <laughs> and at the end you know the mother is like totally on board super supportive mother right it's like oh what a nice little story right because everyone's dealt with the uh the disbelieving parent 
<laughs> like, oh, but what if you suck? What if you actually suck? Like, thanks, Mom. Yeah. <laughs> Love you too. Are you? <laughs> All right. Let's let All Bob right. go to bed. All right, Bob. Thanks for being here. Not in your bed. Hug me. Hold me tight. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Gimmick infringement. <laughs>